Ha! Ha ha! I unmuted myself this time and everybody else. So hello everybody and welcome hello. to the newest indoor adventures in Knights over Waterdeep, a, a very evil, villainous one-shot that uh, GB has put together for all of the fine people that you see here. Today is July 9th, 2019, and you are loved. And I always believe that it is a very important thing to be able to tell everybody who is either stopping by to watch this or listening in, please know you are loved. It's very important. Um... Other important things, we do this show Monday, Tuesday, no longer Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and as well as Saturday at 11 a.m. Uh, that is our community day, so we have just moved our one-shot Wednesdays to be one-shot Saturdays instead. Still makes sense, so join us for that. Uh, other things, we are having a charity event here on July 27th. It is going to be a 12-hour tabletop RPG stream where you can win all sorts of prizes by just showing up, hanging out, and, and giving your support not just to us, but to also the people who need it the most, uh, the people that we're raising money for. We actually have sponsors for the event, so if you are a fan of Wormwood Gaming, who did our uh, custom spell book that we did uh, for our giveaway earlier, you can get a small hex chest from them. And when I say small, here is a regular dice next to all of the other dice that actually come in the hex chest, but it also has like a belt loop on it. It's really cool. Uh, if I wasn't, if we actually have three of them to give away, which is super cool that they sent us. So look forward uh, to possibly getting some of that stuff. Other things, the final bit, I swears. Guys, did you know we got merch? We got stuff. We got, it looks like my hands are giant, but this mug is actually kind of tiny. But this is the 11 ounce mug. Satan's holding up a 15 ounce mug. We got the Stompfoot. Goreblast Gymnasium t-shirts. LB technically has uh, a, uh, I would dare say, a prototype of it because we have updated the logo so it has a white outline around the text to make it easier to read on, of course, black surfaces because that is what I try and get every t-shirt that we have to be in is on a black background. And we also have the Indoor Adventures logo sweatshirts and t-shirts. We also find posters that you can't see behind me. Don't worry about it. Maybe someday I'll have a better camera angle that'll show all of you that. But you can go to bit.ly slash adventure merch and find yourself something nice. <sighs> so, RJ, take it away. Who are you playing tonight? Hello, everybody. I'm RJ, and I'm playing Telrav, the halfling wizard. All right, Satan, who are you playing? Hello, my name is Satan. I'll be playing Bullseye, the half-orc gunslinger. LB, who are you playing tonight? Hi, I'm LB Hackamup, and I'll be playing Edgar Allen, the <laughs> Kenku rogue. Uh, and I am the indoor adventurer, and I shall be playing Three Strings, the tabaxi bard. Uh, and GB... Take us away. Introduce yourself and let us know what kind of what kind of mess we're getting ourselves into tonight. So uh, I'm Greybeard, Greybeard Severn, and tonight, um, like I like to do occasionally, I wanted to play and mess with some other mechanics. 
but still not take people too far away from Dungeons and Dragons. So I've got a few things going on where these wonderful people are going to be an evil gang in a turf war trying to take over the south ward of Waterdeep. And uh, they get to be evil. And they're, um, we're going to do a... There's a mechanic in uh, Blades in the Dark and Cypher System and Fate and Burning Wheel where you get to earn like fate coins or whatever. Here we're calling them uh, plot points. And what you can do with them is you can spend them to get uh, flashbacks or uh, re-rolls or change a plot story point. Like you want the story to go in a different direction or you want something to happen, you can spend your points. Now, every three points that they spend, I get a point to either block one of theirs or to uh, or to do my own thing to throw a disadvantage at them or um, you know uh, mess up their day in a, in a big way because we're evil. Um, then uh, the other uh, mechanic that I wanted to talk to you guys about real quick was: Do you guys? I want to speed combat up. Do you guys mind making every roll a critical roll? Just double dice? I'm fine with it. I'm playing the wrong build. Does that mean (laughs) the enemy is also going to be... Double diced? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But but we'll double the the dice on the healing and everything. Um, I just think that it'll, it'll speed things along. And we will, uh, we, we can give it a shot. That was the other mechanic. Because I think that so would be hard for wizards, right? Like, especially yeah, like if you have fireball. Yeah, instantly die as well. Right. But, I mean, you are the glass cannon. In this case, you are more I, of a glass cannon. I don't actually output damage. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can. I don't. Would that also affect the sleep spell? Because then I would be able to pump out like 10d8. <clears throat> oh no, it wouldn't be 10d8. It would be like uh, five at highest. Oh, oh, cranking the spell level up. Yeah, yeah. I would be able to pump out 18d8 to put people to sleep. Hmm. I don't know. I I, I want to try it. I I don't have a problem with it. What do you think? Are you okay. willing to Are you willing to take double dice to to, to being stabbed? So all my spell slots <laughs> are gonna literally be for sleep. Okay. Uh, I get something. Can I just? I'm the bard. I'm fine doing whatever, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, we can do it. Uh, what I'll do then, just to speed things along, is maybe I'll uh, I'll input the uh, uh, oh uh, what the heck's the name of the game? Well, fourth edition did it too. The popcorn, the minions. Ah, uh, got it. The the minions rule. So we'll just one shot minions and and bosses are real fights and try to move things along a little bit because. Tonight is going to be about you guys taking territory and and working on some of the bigger mysteries of the city. So um, let's talk about your gang. Your gang works out of a tavern. Um, yeah, let's let's set the scene. <clears throat> Waterdeep, the city of splendor. 
the the largest city in the realm. Our version of it is a little darker, a little dingier. A time after, well, a certain uh, individual became a <laughs> a masked lord of Waterdeep, and uh, you know some of the heroes of the realm may may be in the pocket or wittingly or unwittingly <laughs> be forced gray keeping uh the evil going um but uh so what we're gonna do is water deep by night it's gonna be dark and dingy and and, and gritty and you guys are gonna have to look at i made them a list of the south ward businesses that they could attempt to extort take over one of the big things is is there I'll say guild halls are really hard to take over because it's multiple people and, and, and a lot of money. So if you're looking at those, those will be hard. And city buildings like watchtowers and gates, those will be hard to, to uh, put your paws in. Um, the, to, lay the, to lay the groundwork for you guys a little bit here, there are at least four other gangs that you guys are uh, going to be uh, competing against this evening. And they are the Guild of the Great Glove, which they're generally burglars and, and pickpockets and thieves. The King's Road Boys, who are highwaymen and uh, muggers and extortionists like you guys. The Bullets, which are, uh, they're definitely uh, more cracking skulls and, um, you know, um, extortion, drugs, that kind of thing. And uh, Yazchek's mob. Yazchek is a, a foreigner who is uh, creating his own crime syndicate here in the city. Now, the, earlier in the day, someone brought up the Zents. The Zents, they've got bigger things to worry about. And besides, healthy competition is good for this city. They, uh, they know when to let the little fish fight. And then once a little fish gets big enough to be caught, then they just, you know, scoop out the net and reel them in. So uh, that's uh, where we're starting. Everyone should have gotten a rumor of their very own today. And they can do... Uh, oh, uh, Bullseye, yours is built into your uh, your uh, romance there. The the knowledge that that your individual has is is yeah 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 yeah. You got yeah. it. Okay, okay, and we uh, we decided earlier in the day that they that's their their gang is called the MOC, and. Uh, that stands for murder of crows and they are running a protection racket currently. And, uh, so let's, uh, move on in as night falls over water deep. We swing down through the air to our happy tavern where a brawl is happening. Chairs are being tipped over. Uh, you know, elbows are being thrown. It's generally a, a friendly brawl. No one's drawn a knife or a dagger. Uh, three strings, where are you at? What are you doing in this brawl? 
in your tavern? Uh, in the brawl, I have most certainly just kind of set myself away from this whole thing. I don't want to be involved in any part of it. I'm just, I am but a, a humble bard. Uh, as everyone knows, I'm definitely the College of Lore, not anything else. De lore, for sure. Uh, definitely. Uh, I look, I, I have lightish brown fur that kind of comes down into a point where my chin is, and I have a very, I have a very uh, agile-looking face. Um, definitely wearing dark leathers, but they look very, very well put together. They're very fancy because my glamour weave makes it so. Uh, oh. But, like, fashionably inconspicuous. Uh, and... Uh, has a rapier by his side and a very well, uh, very well made uh, mandolin over his back. Ah, that was going to be the question. What's your instrument of choice? Yeah. All right, uh, and you are like maybe back somewhere beyond the hearth, over by either a stairwell or the door to the kitchen. Yeah, stair. I would say either of those. Uh, my preferred instrument is actually a three string lute. It's just. It's kind of the name goes along with it, but then when I get serious during any kind of combat or more tougher situation, well, twice the number of strings, twice the number of difficulty, and of course, twice <laughs> the skill to play. All right, all right. So as uh, as you're standing back and a mug goes winging past, uh, tell Rav where are you at and what are you doing amongst the brawl? Uh, tell Rav is off in a like corner booth he has his feet kicked up a deck of playing cards as he's shuffling and watching with like this big smile on his face <clears throat> uh telrav is a halfling a little tan uh he has like a brown his hair is brown it's like shaped into a faux hawk um over his left eye he has an eye patch and mm -hmm. over and his right eye um it looks completely blacked out and the iris is green and there's like runes and lines going back and into it. Hmm. Uh, he is wearing a kind of dirty red jacket that has like the long tailcoats, hmm. sort of uh, like gypsy wear. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Like cross between gypsy pirate. Uh, the long jacket sash around his waist brown traveling pants he's barefoot he's a halfling nice nice uh and uh books weapons any accoutrement uh you just see the deck of cards the eye patch and the other eye all right okay and then uh as you're shuffling along we hear a yelp or a cracking noise or some sort of brawl noise and we swing over Bullseye, what do we see? What are you doing? Bullseye is probably leaning on the bar with a tanker of ale, just laughing at the fight. And if everybody, anybody tries to go near her to fight, she'll pull up her pistol and be like, keep walking. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the whole big hill. Not even looking at the person, just pointing their gun. Um, just, a, just a nope. 
Yep, that's exactly what she looks like. Right. Um, and she has she has light green skin, um, but she actually has even lighter spots. She has vitiligo, so part mm. of her face has like a lighter spot that goes down her neck, and like her eyelash, her eyebrow, and even part of her hair is white. Um, most of her hair is a deep red, but she has the mm. one white stripe, and she has a like kind of in a ponytail and then shaved sides. And then she has her pepper box and pistols at her hips. And then she has bad news, which we renamed the messenger. Ah, nice. Back to okay. her back. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, piratey, gunslingery, long coat. Um, uh, she for sure has more piratey wear just to like, because it's water deep. So she has a sleepless, like, kind of like, brown light brown um shirt and like high those high-waisted pants with the sash on it okay um and the and the knee-high boots and of course sleeveless because she shows off she's she's a little bit smaller for a half work but she still has got guns not just the pistols <laughs> all right the gun show and the gun show exactly all right uh after a whole lot of nope uh <laughs> We swing around, and what do we see for Edgar? Uh, Edgar is currently up in the rafters, uh, kind mm. of surveying the area. Uh, she has uh, kind of a step-by-step step to get up there. Like, that's kind of her, her roosting place. Um, and she has uh, an empty mug now. Uh, she has one leg hanging off. Uh, she has... A, dark blue feathers that look almost black in the light or in the darkness. And then um, very blue eyes and uh, that never went away from her childhood. She wears a, uh, a black cloak and that's pretty much it. She doesn't really need any other clothing cause she's feathered. One of the kittens just laid on my foot. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, so she's a, she is getting a look from the bartender uh, who seems to be disapproving, and she just says down to him, I didn't start this war. And then uh, puts out her mug and kind of tosses it to him and says, Bring me another! Okay. All right. And uh, at that point, the, the bartender has a club, and he's like, oh. And he turns around and fills it, and then looks around real quick grabs a piece of cork like a big wide piece of cork that he's obviously done this before and tightens it in and hucks the mug back up to you in the rafters <laughs> love it all right um so uh this is your place of business this is your hangout your your hideout a lot of these idiots who are brawling are actually your guys's underlings, your your guys's popcorn uh, minions, uh, whatever you you want to call them. Uh, are you just gonna let it let them work it out, or are you gonna get involved? Uh, Telrev just like keeps an eye on things. If it gets a little too bloody, he'll like dust off the top of the table, stand on it, and just like cast sleep on the room. All right. All right. Yeah. So the, the the furniture starts getting broken and, you know, someone gets hit in the head pretty good with a mug and, and you, uh, what does your sleep spell look like or sound like? 
Uh, he'll walk over to the bartender, reach underneath the bar, and pop open like a bottle of whiskey, take a swig of it. But instead of swallowing, he like misses it in the air. And as like it expands outward into the room and just showers over them, and they all start getting like that groggy drunk before. <laughs> Right, right. A lot of heads hitting tables and people just kind of like, nah. some of them were fighting and they just kind of like, I love you, man. And they, they kind of lump over. Uh, now it's just you guys and, and the bartender. Uh, and he's like, thanks, Tell. And he, he goes around and anybody who looks more precarious than... Like, like they're going to fall or hit their head or whatever. He just kind of throws them to the floor. And uh, he's like, I love these quiet moments. And he gets back, puts his feet up on the bar. And what do you guys do? Like, oh, boss, come on. I was just getting good. I think we do that far too often with them. I'm pretty sure being passed out is really bad for you. I'm sure at this point they they like it. They like getting put to sleep? I mean, the brawl and then the sleep, and then they're like, wake up fine. And Telrav has just hopped off the table, and he's going through everyone's pockets. <laughs> All right, now. Booze don't come free, strings. Booze don't come free. No, but you don't shit where you sleep. These people work for us. They know what we do. Some of these people are new ones, uh, they're... Call it a... We pay them. We pay them to be on our staff if we're immediately robbing them. That defeats the entire purpose and would undercut the level of trust that we have as employers and, well, pseudo-friends. Call it a repair tax. We need new tables. Don't be a coward. I'm not being cowardish. Not a scaredy cat. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Tyra's gonna take like some money, not all the money, and he'll throw some of it to the bartender to get new stuff. Right. Bunch of coins. Ah, hey, hey, thanks, boss. Cool. Uh, that'll pay for mugs. <clears throat> I, keep, I keep replacing them with these, the wooden ones with these metal ones. Though they crack skulls, they don't break, but they crack skulls. You can't win. Sometimes need to crack a skull or two. It's fine. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I guess I'll move them aside and whatnot. You guys got a big night planned? Do we? Can't stop. Won't stop. That's the spirit, Edgar. Excellent. Oh, and what I'm going to open up, which I forgot to already, I'm going to open up the crime. Um, the carousing. The, the, <clears throat> the carousing crime downtime chart. And if you yes. guys would like to commit a crime, that's uh, that's fine. Oh, it's murder. Or if you plan on. Have we been planning this murder for a while? 
Uh, that is up to you guys. You tell. Take me. him down into the sewers and break his kneecaps. Well, we have to do it below. We have to do it below the streets. It's the only place where the city will actually let us get away with this sort of thing. How Unless we invite them into our home, and then we just lock the door and we make sure they're never seen again. Well, what if they're seen coming into our home? That is a point. Edgar, what did strings say about shitting and sleeping in the same place? There you go. Don't mean. Honestly. <laughs> okay, look. So, how about this? How about we commit our murder? Our... I was joking about the murder, by the way. Oh. If we could do something else. I was going to say we could really stick it to those check guys. Possibly. We find a place that they own, disguise ourselves as their shit-tier minions, bring ourselves into their building, kill somebody high-profile of another one of these. Uh, the Boulets, the King's Road boys, they probably oh, wouldn't no. do anything. But we make it look like there was some sort of inter-crime inter conflict that doesn't involve us one way or the other. Oh. We could commit a murder that way. You it just really, really want to commit a murder, don't you? No, I look, I am trying to be reasonable here. He started the idea. I'm simply giving it some some through thought. Alright. Um... We're not in a crimey mood this evening. <laughs> you sure about that? I look, I have things in mind, including much bigger fish to fry. The Zentarum have scorned me, and I will see to it that eventually they pay. Now, I'm looking for places that that are possibly connected to them, and, and I do believe there's one, well, kind of one. One of the worst-kept secrets in Waterdeep was the Horde of Dragons, was it not? Yeah. Those three individuals that ended up coming into quite a sum of money. I believe one of them owns an establishment here in the Southern Ward. Yes, he does. So, if we were to say, take over this establishment as our own, perhaps, seeing as how he was connected to the Zents previously, we might end up uh, becoming a slight thorn in their side. Worst case what scenario, we earn, the, we earn the attention of a lot of people we really don't want to be messing with. But, the Zents have left us alone previously, why would they start caring now? It's just a little You're brothel. You're bucking up the wrong tree. I could be. But that's why we have these meetings with all of our sleeping minions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they don't get to vote. This is why yeah, we don't hire democracy. elves or half-elves. <laughs> Magically immune. So, uh, they, uh, I'll look at you, Tell Rev. Is it Rev or Rev? Rev. Rev. Okay, Tell Rev. Uh, are you guys going to? That's Rev. That's Rev. I'm sorry. I'm a spell. Are you going to go after the <clears throat> more the horny devil? Hmm. Little sabotage either way. Uh... Yeah, let's do it. More money in our pockets. Alright. Okay, so what we are going to do is you guys tell me 
how you're going to do it again outlay the plan and then we'll make a series of rolls and the kind of like a, a, a skill check to uh, make it happen and um, uh, real quick why don't we before we start that let's go to our um, so I read you guys's uh, traits ideals bonds and flaws and uh earlier but you guys got to help me out if you think that you you pulled one off go ahead and reveal it and um and and we'll get you some plot points for it i'm <laughs> so, um, just looking once again real quick sorry just it could be my personality trait of wanting to know what makes people tick as to why we would choose the horny devil. All right. Let's go ahead and, uh, um, here, I will make a sheet. There we go. And three strings. Oops. Uh, Just three strings. Three strings, we are going to go ahead and give you a point. You now have one plot point. Yes. And then tell Rav and Edgar and Bullseye. <laughs> oh, dyslexia. All right. Okay. We're... Uh, so, what is the what is the big plan? How are we going to try to extort uh, the horny devil into giving us in giving the MOC money? Hmm. Or is this straight up now we own this place kind of takeover? Nothing so barbaric. If anything, we would have to purchase it out from under him. Mm -hmm. Start asking the base questions. Ladies, have you been paid recently by your benefactor, not by visitors? Like, are you getting, are you making sure that you have your protection? Okay. So three strings, that sounds like a kind of an information gathering kind of deal. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give me a, a stealth roll and then a so persuasion roll? Could, could I possibly look? Uh, at the city records while doing this to see, because like everything has to have a paper trail, and mm -hmm. like for a front-facing business, there has to be front-facing account work. Uh, could I possibly use my court functionary ability to possibly get access to those financial records and see uh, see how money's been for the business lately? Um, at least forward-facing. Yeah, yeah, give me give me a, give me that persuasion role I was just talking about. Okay, so persuasion. That, my dear friend, is a twenty-two. Oh, excellent! Yeah, you sweet talk yourself into getting the records. Ah, uh, I I saw your performance the other day. That was that was really good. Hey, uh, here I think I've got those right right here for you. Well, it's Frank. It's because I want to play at their place, but I want to make sure that the owner has enough money to front. 
For my services, you see. That's really clever. And he hands you the, the papers. I will accept them graciously. <laughs> All right. And, uh, you know, do you, do you have, um, other than being a courtier, do you have anything that would resemble a, a, a skill that, that allows you to do facts and figures? Uh, the closest thing that I have to that would be like a history check, maybe? Sure, go for it. Okay. That is a 17. Ah, excellent. Uh, their paperwork looks, uh, pretty good. Uh, the last month, um... And and we, the audience, knows because we love you, Hubris. Uh, we know that it's the fact that their paperwork, the pay and everything's a little off because, well, when the boss is away, <laughs> the employees will play. So um, it's there's nothing blatantly illegal going on, but profits and such dropped uh, significantly in the month that Hubris was gone. Excellent. Whilst uh, Three Strings is off uh, being uh, the face man and, and con artist, Bullseye, are you doing anything to uh, to assist this crime? I'm trying to think uh, because my highest stat is stealth for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to take away what the rogue can do. Mm -hmm. um, so I can either sneak into offices and get uh any incriminating evidence so i was thinking sneak into the brothel and whatever office the person who is running it while hubris is away mm -hmm. or i can intimidate them into giving me giving it to me but then they also see my face so well you tell me how you want to do it you know you I'll know with stealth. put a bandana on or I got oh. a I got a cloak. I got a little cloak. Okay, give me a stealth roll. Ooh, seventeen plus seven, so twenty four. All right. Well, you uh, you, you uh, Kate Beckinsale, your your way in underworld style, and yeah. <laughs> um, um, they're uh, basically. It, it, uh, give me, give me a intelligence save, basically. Oh, another seventeen plus minus one, <laughs> so <laughs> sixteen. Okay, with that, even the even not being much of a numbers figures kind of person, you you look at it and you're like, uh, this person was just being lazy. It was like the boss was gone. Nobody was pushing extras, you know, mm -hmm. getting out there on the street and being a barker or using a collar or any kind of, uh, you know, our our local print place that's on the list um, to uh, to promote the the brothel for the month. So it just looks like neglect. Mm -hmm. um, tell Rav, what are you doing in this time? He's cracked his knuckles as he stands outside the horny devil and just walks in. <laughs> All right. Oh, 
Hello, young master. I mean, good master. Uh, how, how are you this day? Doing fine. I was wondering if uh, there was a sampling available of, I don't know, I, women tosses a gold at them. A sampler plate. <laughs> okay. We have uh, many fine individuals to choose from. Come on in to the parlor. Let's get you a drink. Uh, and as they do that, he's going to scope the place out internally. Okay. You tell me, what's it look like there, Hubris? <laughs> oh, it's just like wall-to-wall satin, velvet, nice couches. The ladies are on loungers. Um, there's a big mahogany bar in the back with like stock with the varying ranges of alcohol. And smack dab in the center is a burlesque stage. Hmm. All right. Francidan. All right. Um, yeah. So the, uh, the madam who met you at the door is, uh, you know, walking you around. And there's, you know, young ladies and gentlemen uh, uh, around that all are smiling and waving at you. And, you know, uh, displaying their charms, as it were. Oh, I'm just looking for her. company, not an escort. Oh, uh, okay. Um, will you be leaving the premises with said escort? Just a drink and what time is it? Lunch. Hmm. All right. And then she snaps and, uh, 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 she says, you know, will uh, Darla be uh, acceptable? Is she taller than me? Oh, yeah. There is <laughs> there is no escort in the house that is shorter than you. There's no halflings or no dwarves currently. There's tieflings, half-elves, elves. Um, what is Darla, by the way? Half-elf. Uh, half and, you know... Uh, uh, blonde hair in ringlets, little uh, little uh, curls, uh, jewelry that is not real gold, but uh, is definitely uh, painted. Um, and um, she's not ready to walk out the door, though. She'll have to put something more on, or a big cloak. <laughs> oh, they they'd eat there. Ah, okay, all right. Well, Okay, then, uh, <clears throat> then uh, she is like, well, since it's just an escort lunch, tell you what, for now it's five silver, and then, you know, things are negotiable later on. Hands her silver. Okay. And Darla takes your arm, and she's a little... On the condescending side, like like bends way down to take your arm, but she's trying. <laughs> you know, it's not she's not doing it on purpose, but it's obvious that there's can, a disparity. <laughs> you can walk normally, and um, as they're having their lunch, he'll try and ask her like under the sly questions, like, "Oh, so how long have you been working here? 
how long has the like proprietor been gone? Let's go for the deception. Eighteen. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, she, you know, basically blabs. Oh well, hubris has been out for uh, you know over a month now, and he's you know when he's gone, who 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 would be your uh, uh, your madam or manager or whatever when when hubris is not around? I think it'd be Istrid, wouldn't it? Ah, as okay. a manager of like a chain of areas. <laughs> okay, all right, so. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's, that's all right. Okay. And then, so basically you find out that, that one of the Centaurum bosses that you would know of is, uh, is kind of the bookkeeper here. Oh, uh, well, I hope she hasn't been sampling the selection. Uh, I, I think she's into big men. That's fair. That is fair. Um, okay, so your your lunch goes well. You uh, do figure out, you know, that that bit. Is there other information that you were trying to eke out of her during lunch? Um, maybe like. So, what are you doing later tonight? <laughs> I, I don't actually date clients I, it's part of the house well role. after you're gone you're not i'm not technically a client and you're not technically working so hmm um yeah give me a persuasion there tell me <laughs> one <laughs> um all right hold on Oh, and she, uh, she, you know, basically, yeah, with your, your, your one there, she is all but says, listen, shorty, <laughs> you know, I, I don't do halflings, um, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, it was a joke. It was just a joke. Uh, well, it was very nice with the being with you at lunch. Um, maybe someone else would uh, entertain you uh, later. And she excuses herself. Pulls out a small scroll of people's kneecaps to be broken. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. You guys are evil. Come on now. Let's, you know, that's, that's. Well, hey, I'm evil, but not chaotic. So. <laughs> All right. Edgar. What are you uh, putting forth for the takeover of the horny devil? Okay, it wasn't unmuting there for a second. Sorry. Oh. Uh, uh, Edgar is going to uh, sit at the coffee shop across the way, sipping some tea, keeping an eye on things. Hmm. Comings and goings, as it were. Well, give me a perception roll then. Uh, 23. Oh my God, you guys are just brutal. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you 
you know, the 23, you've got it all down. You know, when they come in, when they go out, when deliveries are, you, you're like, it's almost, almost boring to Edgar. That oh yeah. 100% barely keeping tabs on things. Okay. Sipping tea. I might be pickpocketing people. All right. Give me a sleight of hand. Seventeen. All right. Oh, okay. You pull it off. Uh, and um, you know what? Roll me a d4. Four. All right. You managed to get an item out of someone's pocket. Ooh. Hey, uh, indoor. What's a what's a small common magic item? Uh, a bead of nourishment. Like Perfect. A, like a ration. A deck of many things. That's not a common magic item. Oh, loaded dice. Uh, I like the bead of nourishment. One food. <laughs> But it's like 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 a pill-sized hunk of food, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You get this little marble that smells like eggs and raspberry. Um, see, you got you know nose holes. That's why you sniff up there. Um, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so you managed to heist that, and let's see. Uh, two gold on top of it, amongst your other pickings here and there in assorted coins. Yeah. Yeah, just sipping some tea, waiting for people to come back. Okay. Um, uh, later on in the day, uh, you guys, uh, well, uh, let's say that would be probably late afternoon, early evening. You meet back at uh, mid- the midnight sun and... Uh, let each other know what you found. And um, did everybody kind of got what everybody did? Yes. I mean, you all succeeded amazingly well. You are in position to extort the current management. Uh, is this a thing you wish to push for, Telrev? Oh, we've got enough info. Uh, three strings. As usual, face. We could sell Edgar. it. We could sell it. Think about it. If we sold the information to, again, uh, someone like the King's Road Boys, because if it's being managed by the Zents, and it's a member of a high-up Zentarum, that could come back poorly on us. But if we framed somebody... Or if somebody was stupid enough to buy the information, then we get the money, they take the fall, and we divert their attention from somewhere else. I mean, how willing would someone be to buy this information? That's the thing. It's an instant reward sort of deal versus the long game. and I'm sort of more of an instant guy. But instant plans cause instant repercussions. 
if we get caught for anything. It's not just a couple ten days. We're talking some severe crimes here. I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. People like me don't do well. Actually, I would probably do really well in jail, but that's besides the point. I think most of us would do fairly well in jail. I just don't... Uh, anyway. Every rooster crows in its own pen. Exactly. Exactly. So, we can either take it over now, or sell the information, get, uh, a decent amount of money, and when they're done turf warring over the place, then we buy it out from under them there. After it's all damaged and busted, because then the property value will decrease. Fair's fair. Swoop in. Swoop in <sighs> like a murder of crows? Ah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, you're lucky I like you, or I'll fire you on the spot. Oh, you wouldn't dare. You, would I? You need would me. I? We've been through this before, I would assume. He's half the brains of the operation. Thank you. Alright, oh, we'll put it up to a vote. All in favor of selling the information to someone else and uh, letting the dice lay where they lie? Sell it. I make my own luck. What she said. All right, majority rules. Let's do this. And Telrav, they're all like drinking. He slams his tankard like a gavel, raises it. I know what, who we could sell it to. If it's connected to the Zentarum, then those eyeball fuckers would probably love to get their hands on that kind of information. Uh, that is amazing. That's devious. I like that. Just what we're saying. They'd probably be willing to throw out quite a pretty penny if it meant, or a, quite a quality copper if they managed to uh, take this from... It'd uh, uh, pay quite a shiny electrum. Uh, we've been through this. <laughs> I'm allergic. <laughs> I can't touch the stuff. <laughs> a metal right. allergy. So... Uh, walking the streets at night. Uh, you guys gonna go and uh, try to sell this information oh, as, oh, as a crew, or uh, are, is someone going alone? Travel is a pack. Getting alone is like begging to get shanked in the streets. Yeah, especially in the business that we're in. <laughs> yep, uh, that's why I had to ask. All right. Um, so another mechanic I worked on that I want to try is the traveling through Waterdeep. We're gonna say that, um, want me a D6, RJ? Oh, I also have a feature that lets me travel through streets at twice the movement speed with my companions. As long yep. as I'm that's fine. All right. That was a heavy metal dice. Damn it's it. gone. Metal. Oh. <laughs> hey. That was a Kalem D6. No. Five. All right. 
Okay. Uh, it's pretty much the, your your uh, Xanathar contact is pretty much across the ward from from uh, uh, Midnight Sun. So roll me a D10 and a D20 plus 10. Both at plus 10? No, no, no. The, those two, add them and then add 10 to it. Oh, um, 54. 54? The, the oh, I'm net. sorry, 10. So that's a 5. <laughs> okay. 20. So 5, 10, 20. All right, and then you are you have the urchin feature. I take it. Yes. Yes. So it literally takes you guys like ten minutes to get to where uh, this Xanathar hangout is, um, and it's out of your guys's turf war area, and so um, it's it's a tavern, and you enter, and you know it's. Kind of like a biker bar, kind of, because everybody's got an eyeball somewhere. Is it Greybeard's Tavern? It, it is uh, It is not. <laughs> is it the beer golem? <laughs> the beer golem. Nope, that's in your turf war, man. I want it. I want that bar more than anything. So uh, you enter, and uh, they kind of, you know, you catch a few eyeballs checking you out. Sup, bitches. <laughs> All right. And uh, someone... That's trademarked. You can't say that. <laughs> Some, so someone is like, if it isn't the MOC. Come on, come on over. Have a drink. Most certainly. Just strut forward. Immediately okay with everything that's going on here. I know bars. <laughs> All right, uh, you sit down. He's a uh, uh, human. He's uh, you know, pretty much got that like zit, uh, uh, almost shaved head, like buzzed, and then you know he's got big hand-sized eyeball in the back of his head tattooed on. Uh, but the stubble's coming through it, so it looks a little weird. He needs to shave his head, um, and uh, his name's Zax, and. He, uh, he's like, if you guys are here, it means you got something juicy. What's going on? Well, uh, we happened to have, uh, uh discovered that, uh, an organization that your boss is currently aligned against, well, there seems to be a little bit of a foothold in our ward, so we were willing to... As a sign of good faith, as fellow members of the Southern Ward, uh, provide you with that information in return for uh, coins or services. We can always well, use more muscle on occasion. Hey. <laughs> I take offense to that. Uh, um, Big flexing. Well... I don't know what to offer you till I know what I'm getting, but you can't give it to me without me offering. It's a good faith kind of thing. So I'm going to say tentatively, yeah, we'll make a bargain. Uh, you tell me what you got and 
you know. Okay, on people. three. No, he doesn't do that. Um, we we have a belief that the horny devil hasn't been making nearly as much money over these last uh, last month or so. Uh, looks like they're possibly in a situation for a new owner to come in, or at least somebody to put more financial strain on them. It seems like more of a you guys kind of thing. You're much a larger organization than ours. You'd possibly uh, have the ability to, well, dedicate time and man hours to fill up a brothel. Hmm. Got any specifics? Oh, yes. Yes, we do. I didn't bring them with me. That's what you're asking. And he he looks across the room and he kind of whispers something. If uh, anyone is skilled in perception, they have it as a skill, you may uh, attempt a roll. Yes. Uh, sixteen plus five is twenty-one. Nine. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> all, th- all, th- all three of you hear him say, "Give me a, give me a bag with fifty coin." <laughs> he, he just. Literally, you know, says it way too loud. Maybe he's had one too Beige many. whisper. Yes, exactly. And so the, he comes back in a minute, and he's, you know, he's basically he's got, you know, loot, loot bag, and he slides it across the table uh, towards Telrav. Wipes it. Ends counting. Okay. Like at the edge <clears throat> of the table kind of counting? Yeah. Okay. Under the table. Not, not uh, on the table, but under Not the on the table, under the table. Everything All under right. the table. That's I'm right. casing okay. the joint, by the way. Just keeping, I'm kind of like the be- sitting in the back, like keeping an eye out. Uh, You realize that this this would be an ugly fight. Yeah. If, if it came to it. Uh, there's, <laughs> this is, this is, like I said, a biker bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. the Flor- Florida version of Greybeards, I guess would be. Um, is anyone paying particular attention to us or like sketchy figures? Um, yeah, there's there's non-eyeball uh, individuals, uh, two or three of them who keep like looking your way. So. Um, uh, uh, an individual in a yellow cloak, well, the yellowish cloak, um, a, uh, a tall half orc, which says something. So he's probably over seven and a half feet tall and, um, uh, probably a human in just brown clothes and a, and it's a scraggly, big scraggly beard. The three, those, those three. Uh, keep kind of paying extra attention. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to um, lean over to uh, three strings and just tick tock. Yes. 
The night is still young for us, so... Good faith. May your songs continue to play, gentlemen. Always a good time seeing you guys. And I'll good just luck out there. Bow graciously, continuously as I exit this bar. And uh, Zach's uh, when so there's three of you that are perception, and who was it rolled over twenty? Okay, Bullseye, you notice that uh, as you get up and stuff, Zach, Zach's this guy is like checking out the uh, uh, your rifle. I can't remember what you called it. The messenger. The messenger. Um, yeah, he's he's like he's he's got like a gleam in his eye, like hmm. <laughs> uh, I can't mean mug someone on their own bar. That's not gonna lead to good things. So I'm just gonna keep that in the back of my mind. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, you you exit uh, the the tavern here, and where do you go? What do you do? All right, well, we gave them the information. We just got paid. It's still dark out. Mm -hmm. Party time? Oh, okay. The last time you said party time, I had to get you out of jail. It was a bad time, but we managed to do it. So if we're going to party time again, discretion. Key. So. Oh. Murder time? Not so loud. It's a party. <laughs> That's what party means. Yes. Party time. Party time. Yes. Party, so, party time. time. So, who would we like to have a party with this evening? Grey uh, boys, road boys, the bullets, uh, or Telrev snaps his fingers. So, looking around the rumor mill, there's a new group that currently moved into Waterdeep. Um, hear that they're looking for young blood. Here comes a new challenger! Yes. You want to show him a good time? They're looking for blood. Young blood. Well. New blood. Young, new, sometimes the same thing. Gross. Um, <clears throat> I could pressure them into just could. giving up. Uh, are they? Oh, sorry. They're a powerful new faction. And what exactly would this new faction be? DM. I, uh, you don't know. That's why it's a rumor yet. Oh, don't know. Just a rumor I've heard going around. Would I be able to get um more information on that? Um, because I do, I don't know. Let me double check. Cause I have a contact. Hmm. Where can I find this? Some have the criminal spy background. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What is, uh, what is your contact's name? Uh, no. Um, my mind. Poison. 
Poison. What? Poison. Poison? I thought it was poison with a P. No, poison. Like boysenberry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's uh, it. It's a nickname. Mm -hmm. They always smell like boysenberries. Okay. Um. Yeah, you know uh, that Boisen often hangs out at the Full Cup Tavern. I got a, I got a boy I could talk to. Is he in? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we just gotta head over to the Full Cup. Uh, Edgar, give me a d6. Okay. I have to get used to this character's name. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh. That's one. me. A one? Okay. Uh, <laughs> As you guys are going along, you run smack into of the number threes oh oh all right the 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 bullets come by uh basically they've got yeah they got the old uh you know the the, the land shark kind of thing going on and uh they uh they see you guys and they they're they're giving you the stink eye what do you do bite your thumb at us sir <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh bullseye mean mugs them with her hand on her pistol alright and uh they uh they scoff like what would he say something like yeah yeah your, your little magic toy <sighs> Edgar. I can show you a real bullet if you want Edgar fades into the shadows. Nice. Give me a stealth roll. 14. Yeah, you you vanish. None of them see you. And yeah. uh, you give me a real bullet. <laughs> Aren't you cute? Your, your, your <laughs> magic noisemaker fires real men. Is that, is that what you're telling me? You want to find out? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. Roll initiatives. Oh, I see. We're not even going to go to the sewers with this one. Oh. Nope. Don't you dare. Uh, 12. No, yeah, 12. You got the drop on him. You drawing a gun or are you just going to... I'm drawing my gun. I have to shoot bullets at the bullets. How's that? <laughs> right. not I okay. wait one second. Uh, I'm drawing my pistol, my pistol, right. um, and I get two shots. They're all critical. Yep. So I get to add an extra damage die if they're critical. Yep. Uh, I literally rolled two eighteens. Not even lying. Yes. Plus nine. <laughs> two eighteens. Okay. Eighteen. She has two oh, attacks. to hit! No, no, they're not. not we oh, don't, to hit with double dice, just damage. 
Now, did we decide we were, we decided we would do minion rules rather than everything's a critical, right? Yes, I believe okay. so. So just normal, just roll your normal, normal damage. Uh, one is full damage at 14 and the other one is four plus three, that's seven. Okay. So... I'm taking like the person that talked out. I'm trying to shoot them. Okay, and you did how much altogether? That is a tw uh, so that's fourteen plus seven. Oh, okay. 21. So twenty-one. Yeah. Points of damage. You're like pop, pop, and he just he just dies. You just blow him away. He flies through the air and it just is dead. The rest of them are all like you know. <laughs> All uh, all ready to go. So let's... she's like, let's see what's faster, a bullet or the bullets. Or the bullets. All right, let's uh, go ahead and get some initiatives rolled. I'm so sad. I had, I rolled two 18s for nothing. <laughs> it was just like, oh, it's these twenties. All right. Wheels. Dirty twenty. Oh snap. 24. Because I got a nat 20. You can't let 20. me have anything, can you? I got a nat 20. <laughs> LB, you got to play in a game with me. You always beat me. Um, tell Rav. You got a 12, I believe. 12. And Bullseye. I got a, do I do the original initiative that I took or another one? Uh, up to you. Yeah, I'll take that new one at 16. All right. Okay. I'm going to roll them all at once. Oh, Jesus. They suck. So okay. Not doing critical damage then? Nope. No, nope, we are not. But uh, minions are one hit. So, I mean, this this will be pretty quick. Because none of these guys seem like an anybody other than... Maybe, maybe the guy you just blew away. Um, so, uh, three strings, you're up first. All right, there's I'm going a, to cast uh, Crown of Madness on one of the minions. Okay, there, and there's there's eight of them, so uh, yeah, um, I little outnumbered, but I switch over to my mandolin, and uh, the claws on my hand extend out, and I just start plucking away at it. Uh, and as I do, uh, there are like these purplish musical notes that come out of the mandolin wrap around the head of one of these gang members. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just turn the musical notes turn into a crown of iron that kind of sinks into his skull a little bit. Uh, or at least if he fails, but he has disadvantage on a wisdom save from me or he becomes oh. hostile to people. I tell him to be hostile to. Okay. Disadvantage. I rolled a one. And a twenty. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna He's... have him start attacking and say, "Defend me!" All right. And he he grabs at the crown and he's like, "Yeah, you guys, why did you put this on my head?" And he like tries to headbutt one of his pals. Oh, what a ter what terrible old friends you had. We are way better 
Would you join us? <laughs> All right. When he gets to, when he gets to them, he'll he'll give that a shot. Edgar. Uh, Edgar is going to uh, pop her crossbow out and uh, start wailing on these duders. All right. So uh, yeah, she will. Uh, I I am hidden. Mm-hmm. Hidden is a roll at advantage, correct? Correct. And then you're going to add your sneak attack and something else for assassin if that's uh, twenty-two. Oh, you hit. Okay. Uh, I only get one attack at this level, right? Uh, Rogues only really keep one attack. They don't end yeah. up getting multi. Yeah, because the, the dagger, 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 bro. He cheated. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Okay. Uh, so uh, from the shadows, uh, on a rooftop, we're gonna say, uh, <laughs> okay. Edgar uh, pops out, and you see a a little little beam of light on her crossbow bolt form as she gets ready to fire it uh, just for a second, and then it pops out, and she says, Justice rains from above! And then hides. (laughs) (laughs) And damage. Not great. That was a 13. But uh, I thought they were minions, so we just don't have to They only have one HP. Yeah, yeah. So, one goes down, you know, his his dagger clanking to to the ground. Um, any bonus action movement? I hid. Oh, you hid again? Yeah, 13, yeah. Okay, all right. <gasps> oh my god, yeah. I could have rolled these dice, not just dropped them. Three, they're all like, oh, where'd that come from? <laughs> the shadow. Um, the all right, shadow. uh, no. Uh, bullseye, you're up. I'm up. Uh, how many dudettes are left? There's down two already, and one is grabbing at his head. Oh, his, his head and screaming, you know, what have you done? What have you done? Kind of thing. So just the one? No, no, there's eight of them. Oh, together. there's eight so of them. So there's, so there's five okay. more. Uh, roll this time for the hit. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um,. Six plus nine is fifteen, and sixteen plus nine is twenty-six. Okay, uh, are you shooting two different peeps or two just one? Peeps. All right. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Oh, you you hit. So, yeah. if so you want to roll damage just for like whoa effect and I and can. Story, Go for it. Uh. Well, one of them again was uh max damage, so that's fourteen. <laughs> And then the other one is 11 points of damage. All right. So what does it look like when you, when you your pistol, I mean, is it like a six-shooter monster kind of thing? or? Um, I'm using the pistol. Mm-hmm. So I believe it has four. Mm. Um, so it just has the four bullets. So she kind of uses it. It's very, like, old Western movie-like. Yeah. Takes it out, like twirls in, and then puts it back in. And pop, pop. Her holster, yeah. Okay. And they, oh, and and one of them goes the old western style. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Feels they feels little in the background. All right, and uh, the rest of them are 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 just 
they begin to run. Yeah, they're, they're fleeing down an alleyway. Are you going to pursue or shoot them from here or? Mm, I let can them go? shoot with my pistol up to 240 feet, but I believe that is with disadvantage. Or I, I could shoot the messenger and go up to 200 feet or 800 feet with disadvantage. But that's only one. I'd have to reload it for an action. That, that's totally up to you. You you tell me. Uh, let's start at the top. Three strings. Well, they're running away. There's a lot of dead men here. And the code legal says, uh, well, you know, murdering a citizen with justification is exile up to five years or hard labor for up to three I could do well in prison. I could not do well in a hard labor camp. That sounds bad. <laughs> Don't want it. Uh, so I am going to leave. I'm All just right. going to walk away. <laughs> uh, Is there guards coming? Are there guards coming? Because there was a lot of gunfire. It was gunfire. Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah, there's like, there, there's like, what, four or five blasts of thunder just within seconds of each other so getting out who would like that yeah Telrav just like steps backwards into an alley climb use my natural climb speed as a tabaxi and just up onto the roof okay you get onto the roof and uh what's your perception my perception <laughs> passive is a Four. So passive is 14. All right. You climb up on the roof, and as you get over the edge, you're, you're like startled because Edgar's sitting there. <laughs> Good heavens. Don't stand so close to the edge. You might fall off. Help me up. Please. Ah! <laughs> hey, girl. Like, uh, just grab him with one of my feet and pull him up. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I'm actually incredibly weak. Bigger fish to fry. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, what do you do, Bullseye? I mean, oh, I'm. She's like putting up her her cloak of elven kind. So anybody okay. who tries to um check perception, her uh, has yeah. to vanish, and she's fucking booking it. When okay. three strings and Telrav book it, she books it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so Telrav, you went down an alley. Uh, Bullseye, you're following Telrav then? Uh, I would assume we have like a plan to like disperse and then meet up somewhere. Okay. If something like this happens, so that's what I would do. But you All guys right. can confirm or deny that. We can like, always meet up at the midnight sun. Or, yeah, or if it's a big thing or if it's a small thing, it's it's like three streets over to the left, you know, something like, like that. So you gather back up a few blocks away um, and uh, head back to the Midnight Sun. All right. That would probably be a good place for our break as well. So okay. I'd like to say thank you to everybody who's decided to stop by and enjoy with us this evil campaign slash one shot. I don't know why I always want to say campaign, but everything's a campaign if you really think about it. Uh, but we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, go to bit.ly slash adventure merch, possibly pick yourself up something nice or 
you can uh, feel free to leave us a review or uh, a comment on either our YouTube or our audio cast. And you can find all of those anywhere where you can find that sort of stuff under slash indoor adventures. So we are going to try and be back shortly. Don't go to that place. All right, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We timed it perfectly with the end of the song, which means nothing for you audio cast people. But... <laughs> Uh, where we last left off, we we roughed up some some boulets, some bullet hooligans, uh, and are are skedaddling away back to the midnight sun because we did we did a few murders uh, today, provoked kind of murders, <laughs> most still murders, still murders, um, and a lot of gunshots. So, um. Uh, let me ask Satan uh, h- how many gunslingers do you think are in the city hmm. maybe like a handful <laughs> one <laughs> I would say it depends because I feel like the sailors would have muskets All right. Uh, All right. so it depends if there's a lot of sailors on board well and we know that guns have been in the, the city for quite some time uh, actually a few years now ever since the uh, drow elf invasion there during during the dragon heist. There, there could be a, there's a couple like I'm not the only one I'm just like a really good one alright um, so uh, I think what are you going to do uh, three strings uh, you're supposed to have a meeting and are you taking the gang with you? Look at your rumor. Um, oh, right. I was like a meeting, but I already gave the person the information. So, uh, there is uh, someone who wants to speak with me. It's that crazy cat lady again. I really don't like being alone with her. Guys, mine. What does she want this time? I don't know. Last time it was head pats. Now it's like chasing mice for her. Well, you Look, want us to come take care of you? I don't need taking care of. I live by myself and do adult tabaxi things. And you're afraid of the crazy cat lady? Yes. She's like a hag or something who lives in this city, but nobody wants to admit it. She's creepy. I don't Curious. trust her. So. <sighs> All right. Um, you make your way to uh, her, her domicile, which is uh, basically, uh, it's like a row house, but like the windows are almost all gone and they're kind of half boarded up but there seems to be ways for cats to get in and out in 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 any type of weather and uh there's uh there's a door that again you know looks like it had been nailed shut and like you know condemned city of water deep sort of deal um but you can tell that the door opens with the boards is still attached if you were to open the door um 
you get there, you've been there before. Uh, you see this row house before you. What do you do? I go up to the door, bring out my claws, and just meow. meow. <laughs> this is so degrading. Full size, just like laughing. Mm. Like... Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, you hear? I'm coming. One second. I'll be right there. Don't, 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 stay, stay right there. You want and some three, three you, you hear a couple, meow, and, you know, cats being shuffled out of the way, and, oh, dearie, not there. And the door opens, and, uh, it is our dear friend, J.D. Lady. Um, Yay, J.D. And she's got on a, a big, a big sweater, like like four sizes too big. Um, and she's like, "Oh, three strings, come in!" And kind of like pulls pulls you in. Uh, again, there's probably ten or more cats that you can see right away. And Absolutely one of them, horrible. one of them comes like. Uh, a, a smaller, uh, not quite a kitten, but a y- much younger cat comes clawing towards Edgar's feet, like I'm gonna get the bird, um, and it's ready to pounce. Do you let the cat pounce on you, Edgar? Sure don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to lean down to the thing and kind of whisper in its ear, "Death walks among you." Give me an intimidation check on this young cat. The natural 20. Oh, all right. It hisses and turns sideways, and the 10 or more cats that were in the hallway just vanish. They just go in different directions and are gone. It was was if Edgar cast an anti-cat magic shell or something uh and the the kittens are or the cats are all all are gone and away but uh three strings you've already been pulled into a, a sitting room at the end of the hall um the the place itself is is really nice but it does smell like cats but not lots of things do where i come from or at least that's what yeah. the tabaxi tell me yeah, but it's not a, it's not, it's weird because it's, it smells like cat, but it's more like cats live here, not yes. make, make their stink here. It's more like, uh, more like they mark things than, than they pee on them. Yes. Um, so strangely enough, they all take it outside. Um, Bless and <laughs> as, uh, as, you're welcomed into the sitting room. Uh, there is a fire going, and uh, the the remaining cats in the room scamper away when they when they see Edgar. Um, you had quite the effect, uh, and your anti cat shield is is still up. Obviously, <laughs> your feathers are ruffled, um, and uh, she's like, "We'll sit, we'll sit, and we'll have some tea," and. Um, I, can I talk in in front of all your friends? Yes, yes, they're fine. Okay, 
and uh, she comes back minutes later. As you guys are sitting here, there's books, there's plenty of uh, balls of yarn uh, there. There's probably a dozen knitting projects in various stages and forms of, of uh, completion. And do you do anything while she's making tea? And I'll, I'll turn around to my companions and I'll say, look, it's, this is more than just me wanting you all to watch me suffer. Uh, there is actually a reason why I felt like it would be important for all of you to be here. Uh, dearest JD has informed me that uh, kobolds from uh, of the Undercity have started to go missing in larger and more than expected numbers. I mean, we always... They're like dogs. They're almost like dogs anyways, running around the sewers. Every once in a while, a few go missing, but this is a little different. I just didn't want... I, I'm going to be quite honest. I wanted to be a little lazy about this. Just have her explain it to all of you rather than me come out here, hear it, and then relay that information back to you at a different point in time. Uh, Edgar is going to just stare at you and go, amazing! <laughs> She's got her. And uh, she comes back in with tea and she starts, you know, handing out the mugs and then she stops and looks at Edgar, looks at the little tea mug, looks at your beak, looks at the mug. Gives you a soup spoon, puts it in your in your tea, uh, and hands it to you. I take it, stir it, take the spoon out, tap it twice, and then just <laughs> okay. put I, it in my mouth. And like I had, it's just a big saucepan. Like you just put it in your mouth. Like open okay. it wide enough and dip it. Like come on. She doesn't know that, though. I know. <laughs> but now she does. Now she knows. How? Because hmm. oh. no lips. How do you drink? Um. All right. Uh. And uh, there's a, uh, there's like a uh, little, uh, uh, almost like biscotti kind of like cookies there. Uh, they're a little sweeter than hardtack, but about the same gnawing consistency. And uh, she sits down and she starts uh, knitting and she says, well, you know what I was telling you about before? Yeah. The cobalts. Well, I don't know if it's connected, but the other day I was seeing through one of my little friend's eyes like I do and there were shadows moving among the rooftops do you remember the night of the big storm yes yeah that night one of my little friends had, had gone fuzzy friends had gone missing and so I began to search for them by looking through their senses and eyes and the poor thing was trapped on a, in a in, under an eave and and shivering and cold and a 
veritable army of shadows ran past her. Hmm. And you think that these shadows are what are taking the kobolds? I don't I don't know if it's connected, but I know that you know, that storm was pretty brutal. Do you know where the shadows start? Do they originate at a specific place? Oh, uh, my little friend was was trapped and uh, basically near the harbor is uh, mm. is is what um, as what uh, she says a long way from here. But I mean, clo- close enough that that it concerns me. Shadows on the roofs could have just I mean, been that's... people moving very quickly. Hmm. Edgar does it all the time. Yeah. They they had weird feet, but not like Edgar's. That's a very strange detail. What kind of feet did they have? I mean, we can't show them, but maybe you could describe them. Is that okay? Just, Is that okay? Let's figure it out. It's okay for um, me. Uh, what? Is there a is there a line here? You know the foot. Um, um they were two feet together. Um, <laughs> um were they like cloven hooves, cat paws? No, they they were like not like cats. God, a little more like rabbits, but but skinnier like a rat <gasps> exactly like a rat mm. they could have been rat's feet during the storm last week a black ship appeared in the harbor at midnight <laughs> and really? when i went aboard it there was nothing but a big old rat were aboard that's a really oddly specific phrase Why and did... then it disappeared Wait, no, hold up. Who did you hear this from? You're a fucking drunk! I had one drink while we were out. I am not drunk. (laughs) Edgar just shakes. It's just All right. uh... Stupidity is not a right. It's a privilege? I don't know. Rats on the rooftop. Click, click, click. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they. Now that I'm thinking about it, they did kind of. But you know, big, and, and points at your talons, uh, Edgar. <laughs> How rude. So. I'm sorry. Would I know possibly of a way that rats' feet could get that big? How rats could get that big? Probably not just the feet. Um, <laughs> it's just the regular rat body, but giant ass feet. I guess give me a yeah yeah. Uh, uh, give me a nature check. Okay. If if you're not trained in it, then. Uh, I have jack of all trades. I'm kind of okay. trained in everything. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Then you can just make a normal roll. That is a 15. Um, 
Yeah, you uh, you you have heard of were rats. Um, that's what before. I was afraid of. A natural and... enemy to the tabaxi. <laughs> and do you say do you say that out loud? Yes. Oh. Were rats, natural mm-hmm. enemy of the tabaxi. Oh my! Really? Every sewer in every city. I thought Waterdeep was better than that. That's why we have kobolds. Why we had kobolds, apparently, but they've all gone missing because of these blighted were-rats. Hmm. Maybe that is the w- why they are they are missing. Hmm. <sighs> Will you guys stay for a sandwich? Uh, we really must uh, be going... Uh, we have to take care of this were-rat problem. I shan't sleep until it's taken care of. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And uh, she she stands up. As always, it was a pleasure, JD. And I'll give her a little uh, a little smooch on the cheek. <laughs> All right. And she ruffles between your ears. And uh, as she's leading you to the door, she's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. And she goes and you hear her open, open a, a, a box. You hear the, the creak of the lid and uh, she comes back and she has a, a scarf, a, a big, long, probably eight foot scarf. She uh, a scarf. and she like, you know, wraps it multiple times around you and it's still got a couple feet almost like a doctor who type scarf uh it's the tom baker. what uh yeah the tom baker what uh what colors is it uh it is probably uh the same green color as his eyes uh and also like that lighter brown to kind of match his fur okay and then after she gets done with that she she kind of gets close and she says and well if they're, if they're goddamn rare were rats you'll need these and she she hands you like four four silver daggers and a handful of uh of silvered uh throwing stars thank you i will return these if i don't lose them well you know you'll be doing us all a favor but I can't imagine any of those filthy creatures eating my little buddies. She looks back at the cats are just now starting as Edgar's walking out. They're like flooding back into the house <laughs> and taking up all the comfy spots that uh, cats will indeed uh, lounge upon. Uh, and uh, you leave. <laughs> that was great. I, mm. What's your relation with her? Look, let's not talk about it right now. Regardless, let's talk about it. Well, we all want to talk about it. I think majority rules, right? I think that right now the majority should be uh, more focused on these were rats and how we can utilize them to the best of our ability. They seem to use the rooftops. They seem to be very quick. If they're going through the sewers, that means that they already know the layout. We don't have to kill them. We could recruit them. You want to recruit were-rats, the natural enemy of the tabaxi. Oh, look, we say a lot of things. 
How can I have a natural enemy if they're an unnatural creature? That doesn't make sense. It would have to be a direct correlation. <laughs> no. No, I just don't like them. They're rats. They deserve to be small, <laughs> tiny, and Spare me the commentary. Tarav looks up <laughs> indignantly. I guess tiny is the right size category I was looking for. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tell. You're fine. You're meant for big things. Where rats? It ends with you guys murdering each other in the street. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, as you guys are uh, are. Uh, going along uh bullseye you <laughs> hear a a message spell uh ring in your ear and uh it's uh you pronounce it alesh 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 uh uh says is there a chance you could come by of course yes yes of course yes uh-huh Okay, and uh, there's no more response or, or anything. Just you you responded. Um, you're making your way there, and uh, LB, why don't you give me another one of those D6 rolls? I am shortening this scarf currently. Definitely, Two. like... Two? Okay. And uh, how are you shortening it? Like, <laughs> Yep. I got my claws. I'm just going to kind of like fray out the edges until it is at a proper length. I'll okay. fix it later. All right. I can't make mittens. How dare you. Fingerless gloves. <laughs> probably, which the scarf probably matches. Like I probably already have a pair of fingerless gloves that the scarf now matches. Probably. Kitten mittens. <laughs> I, I would totally get... <laughs> I would totally give you advantage on stealth checks if you had kitten mittens. I'll, okay, <laughs> I'll do it. No, I'm evil. I won't take the easy way. I'll do it right. because it's hard. All right. Oh, All right. Uh, so you uh, approach. I got to look at the. Uh, I can't remember the name of the place. Grog and grow something. Uh, it's down here. Berendar's World of Words. Okay. Uh, do these guys uh, know that you know uh, Alesh? I mean, she, uh, she doesn't like... She goes by often, so anybody who perceives or watches if it's possible. Mm -hmm. But she's been, like, sneaky, if possible. All right, let's uh, let's do an opposed roll in the group. You you do a stealth; they can all do uh, perception. See what they know about you and uh, the bookshop owner. Uh, it's fourteen. Okay, a ten. All right, relatively clueless and uncaring, the Tabaxi. Sorry, what roll is it? Perception. Two. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. All right, Edgar, you're the only one that knows that Bullseye frequents this shop, and uh, and it Not isn't for her love of books. And it isn't to pick up <laughs> new books. 
have you ever said anything to anyone? Um, maybe if she was like really, really drunk, but. She's oh, I, I, I meant Edgar. Oh, Edgar. Uh, question. If Edgar has spied on you in this place before, have you said anything that would be compromising? Probably not. No, I love you dears or anything like that. No, because um, Volsai doesn't know that Alash re reciprocates the crush. It was very, it was very nice to, to have uh, Satan have that, that new, new player, you know, like, like, like us just a year ago when we'd make a new character and be like, blah, here's backstory and here's all of this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and so it was funny to see that today. So yeah. hence. Even though Alice is actually the one that gave her the cloak of elven kind. Ah, okay. So now we Alice know. Alice is a half elf. They are a half elf. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, when uh, you get there, the, the shop is actually closed, but uh, upon seeing you coming, uh, Alesh opens the door and it's like, oh, please come in, come in. Uh, Edgar is going to uh, elbow tell Rev and say, ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, why don't you go ahead and describe Alesh uh, Bullseye? Um, Alesh is a, about five foot ten, uh, they are a half-elf, they're non-binary, and they have, uh, deep dark brown skin with braids on their hair, um, and little, like, metal cuffs adorning it, and they have, like, very simple kind of loose robes of maybe, like, a, a belt around to, like, kind of cinch it in, and they're, they're very... They're very, they're, the way I could describe them is like a warm cup of tea on a cold winter night. They're, they're very um, calm and happy and uh, nice. They're cautious. They're not, they're not dumb, but they're, they're, they're very relaxing. And, uh, but the calm and relaxing is a little disheveled this evening. Not visibly, but, uh, uh, a little off and uh they say well i told uh hi <laughs> um has uh, have they ever met any of these guys maybe uh both i've never brought them over so okay. um tell rev have you ever come to the bookshop you're muted uh, if it's in the area, then maybe just to actually pick up some like light reading. Okay, all right. Um, and and they seem more flustered than normal than than you've ever seen them. Actually, I guess would be the best way. And uh, says, um, how can I speak? You're hi, nice to meet you. And, this is uh, Alish. This is my group friends yes co-workers co-workers three strings tell Rav, edgar this is alesh they own the bookshop they're a friend of mine well nice nice meeting all of you 
I, uh, I would rather have met you in a nicer time, a better situation. But um, is everything okay? Yes, what seems to be the problem? Well, you know what I do when I'm not selling books. <laughs> they say to uh, to Bullseye, and and uh, the other night something some things went missing and i i i don't i'm i'm afraid did anybody come in and steal from you that's the thing they they were just gone and then there was no no signs that that they had i mean robbed me I have a question for you, and it's going to sound ridiculous, but I guarantee you it will be entirely serious. Okay. Have you had a rat problem over the last few days? Huh. Rat problem? Do you have any rat holes in your house? Places where rats could get in? Oh, no. No, I wouldn't have anything like that. Alish but... keeps their bookshop immaculate. Hey, you like Inside that. check, please. <laughs> Go ahead. That's a natural Rest. twenty. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, you you can tell that it, under the surface they're pissed at the at the uh in in insinuation that that they would let rats be here at all in any way, shape, or form, and they. I'm gonna say with the nat twenty, you could tell that that they hate putting out rat poison or setting traps or trying to keep the rats out. It, it's, it's offensive and they, they don't like doing it. And, but you can tell that they do it for the books. Um, so, uh, but that's, that's what's going on. It's no, no, uh, no devious motivations or whatnot. Yeah. Um, Need a second opinion? I, 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 Bullseye, I've never even shown you my sanctum. Um, Don't and... worry. I'm, I'm certified. I have all my credentials in place. I am, a, I am a certified building instructor. It'll be beneficial. Oh, okay. We would just need to look around and see if anything's out of the ordinary, and then we could help you. All right. And, uh, um, okay. And they walk over to a bookcase and, uh, they, they run their fingers along the edge where the two pieces of wood come together and, and you see a, a, a bit of, of light appear and, uh, in the seam and, and then the bookcase slides aside. Um, and there's a, a stair, a set of uh, stone stairs, circular stone stairway, that's words, um, <laughs> that leads down. And there's a, a, a um, uh, torches? Drift globe. Drift globe. I love me, my drift globes. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, and as, as they start down the stairs, the drift globe just falls in behind. And, um, 
some of you don't have night vision, right? Dark vision. I think I do. I do. Do ghost-wise halflings? I don't think so. No, Best they do not. Best hurry. Okay. Uh, Edgar doesn't. Okay. So, Drift Globe, and they they take you down. Um, Anyone who is uh, either either trained in investigation or perception may make a roll. Uh, I have perception. I have both. 11. Perception. 19 plus 5, 24. Natural 20 for investigation. 18 for investigation. Um, okay. Um, so you, uh, with the uh, above 20 and the, um, the nat 20, you notice that on the stairs, so <laughs> you can see that for a very long time, it was two two slippered feet and the back of a robe you know like the triangle of the back a back of a robe coming off of one step and dropping onto the next one as as they went down now you can see like on the corners there was obviously where cloaks or coats brushed against the wall and cobwebs are are strewn or stri- uh, uh, swept away and at the edges of the steps in some spots, there are uh, scuffs and footprints. So it has, someone has been here who is not Alesh. Um, just on the stairwell itself. Uh, once you enter the sanctum, you, uh, you see that there, there is uh, a, uh, a summoning circle of some sort and um there's uh bookshelves and a uh, like a like a wine cellar except you're not really sure if it's wine that are in those casks or not um they don't have any you know labels or or fleur de lis or or vineyard uh markings or whatever if you don't ask you don't know if you don't know you're not held accountable <laughs> that's the rules Mm-hmm. And we're and underground. We're fine. We're underground. It's fine. Oh, I give it a three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and then they they say, well, the the candles were missing from the summoning circle for starters, and then some uh, very specific. Uh, uh, components and um, chalk and and they they didn't take any of the incense which is you know valuable they didn't take any of my my uh, potion making apparatus which are hard to come by um that one so, was using you as a free shop for ingredients that they needed. Yes, I I I can't imagine something came through the circle. I I I really don't think that happened. 
Well, something. Okay, the the, the the footprints on the staircase, were they leading down or just up? Uh, or both? You got a natty 20. I did, down yeah. and Down and up. Down and up. Okay, so I will let her know. I was like, well, people were coming up and down your staircase that weren't you. Ugh, how did they get past my arcane lock? Another great wizard so like you oh dear that that's disconcerting um so what would you happen to know what these specific ingredients could create altogether they, or summon they they were yeah they they were all for a summoning circle well, someone's summoning something. Oh, <gasps> I've got one more thing to check, and and they kind of uh, 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 flit across the room, and there's you see this strangely iron-bound chest. It's it's got wrought iron that that crosses over, so the whole thing is. It's probably some kind of metal, and it's got the cross, uh, the um, wrought iron. Uh, it looks like thorn bush. It it looks like interwound thorns all the way around it, and uh, again, there like doesn't. Wire? Yeah, yeah, but 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 thick, <laughs> like thick. It's decorative, and um, they're like, I mean. You think really a wizard came to my shop and <laughs> and opened my arcane lock? They may have done this one too. <gasps> oh, that looks lovely. That and, looks really lovely. And they Don't. they take they take two of their fingers and and run it along the edge and the <clears throat> the, the 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 thin green or uh, blue light appears and they lift the lid and there's nothing. And they just sit there with the lid open for for an extended period. Alesh, what yes? was what was in that beautiful chest? And they they let go, and it, it and when they let go, it like comes apart, like the top part slides off, and and kind of the lid falls behind, and they're like, it was some sky stone. You, you have to keep it in the lead line box or it has effects on people and and things um, what what kind of effects um <laughs> my like familiar that. um um oh no that was probably the poor poor owie kitty oh bummage um okay so uh 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 people will mutate or change it's it's powerful stuff i mean it was entrusted to me because they didn't know who else to take it to when they found it i got a dwarf and a smith to make me the box bullseye's just gonna look over to tr three strings like is there anyone who 
would want to take it from you? Is there perhaps somebody who thinks that they could do a better job? I can relate, just like not out of this particular situation. I, who knows I, that you had the Sky Stone? And they begin to think, and before they can even get very far in the thoughts, they, they say, but no, no one would be dumb enough to take it out the box without You'd be surprised I mean, so you take the whole box so plot point sure uh how do we use those we can use those to have like flashbacks yes and other uh, things? You, yeah so you can set you can use it as a flashback to be like i had talked to this person earlier in the day or i had set it up that a carriage would be waiting for us oh okay uh, Got that it. that kind of thing or you could say uh like um i know someone who knows something about that or hey when i was in you know uh chult i know i i learned something about the sky stones or or something like that okay so. got it um could i use a plot point to have like overheard something about this like not necessarily uh like who is going to do it but in the like overhearing at the bar someone say uh like oh x gang is planning on doing something big like that mm -hmm. kind of thing just kind of like it would have been generally hearing out uh all of the i mean the actions of other gangs but like possibly could correlate to this event sure uh yeah so uh i guess you uh you may have heard something about the uh guild of the great gloves uh getting their hands upon uh a magic stone I see. I'm not going to reveal that now because that just seems like a poor. Uh, that just seems like a poor opportunity while we're here, and she's already freaking out. It will. It will save no one any amount of time. Okay, and then they uh, they pick up the, the 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 dropped lid and they set it on, but they don't arcane lock it again, um, and uh, they. Um, look to you like i i i should 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 we like tell the black staff or something violence is usually the answer mm. I, oh, I, we can help you with this it's probably better that they don't know that you lost it okay okay that sounds all right Bookseller, I mean, but yes. If we return this for you, mm -hmm. mayhaps we could strike a deal. Um, we could offer you protection. Hmm. Okay. Beyond my my arcane locks, obviously. Of course, yes. Now we would make sure that somebody was stationed at least close by. Should you ever need anything. Mm hmm. Oh, that's that sounds wonderful. Yes, I believe that could be for a bit of coin. 
Um, it's part of well, the service for you. Or, or maybe, uh, maybe you know, in in potions or salves or she other makes great, wares. They make great potions and magical items. They make my they made my cloak, so they could. Yep. This is true. Do you have? Do you have a second bedroom in this establishment? I I have a room that used to be a bedroom. <laughs> Well, if you turned it back into a bedroom, we could have this person stationed here. So that way, if they ever hear the door open or actually have anyone attempt to break in again, first responder. Hmm. That that sounds fine. I think I'll I'm going to start putting alarm spells up too. That seems that like a good smart. idea. If you're going to go after the skystone, you're going to want the box. <laughs> I am not a strong man. Oh. I got it. <laughs> Just pick it up. Okay. Hmm. I'd love to stay in chat, but I'm not going to. <laughs> and uh, they, they, they quirk their head at you a and little bit. And you're like <laughs> getting bored, okay. ready to go. And then uh, they, they say, and then if you want to pick it up, you want to use these, and there's a pair of mittens. Uh, Are they kitten mittens? <laughs> they're mittens. If a kitten wears them, that's up to the kitten. But uh, I'll uh, take they, they're protective. Uh, they're basically lead-lined. Okay. Excellent. Hopefully, you know, if it makes you feel better, I could be stationed here sometimes to help you out. Oh, right. no, no, no. We need you back at base to take care of some things. Well, and, you know, but I, I don't mind using and, my time off. And they start to blush. And... He's so handsome, she says in Bullseye's voice. <laughs> um, and now there's real blushing, like anime style. <laughs> Where did these gods, uh -huh. gods be damn Sakura blossoms come from? It's the middle of the night. <laughs> Bullseye <laughs> is gonna look down at Edgar and she's like, if you don't shut up, I'm gonna have roast at Kenku tonight. Mess with the best and die like the rest. And she like deuces out. <laughs> it's just like little like feathers in the shape of fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh you uh now have the box, you have the mittens. Where do you go? What do you do? All right. Um, oh, for the that. for the three of you, I realized as uh, Bullseye. What did you say their name was? Alesh. Why? While, while Al was talking, that it was the Gray Gloves who had done it. Honestly, they're known for burglary. It seems makes sense, and I heard. They had recently come into ownership of a magical stone. Lovely. Do we know where they're based? If not, I believe that we could easily find that out. We all we have contacts we could reach out to. Hmm. Could always go see, uh, communicate with either our god captain friend or possibly somebody else about this whole thing. Poison. Poison. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you make your way to 
Would the guard captain know? Maybe. Maybe. It, it's at this point a matter of if they would be up or not. Uh, you know that uh, Ryoga is uh, um, the night, one of the night watchmen. Yes. So, hence, it's a, it's a yes. Okay, so uh, I forget what tavern we said they would be at. So that's going to be the Red Gauntlet. Um, so you get to the Red Gauntlet, and uh, you see boy boys in there. Are we looking for Boysen or the captain? That's up to you guys. Which way did you go? Did you go to the, the Red Gauntlet tavern or to, like, the Night Watch gate? Get a meal and talk to someone about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Take a plan. Okay. Um, and poison's uh, like, hey, that, what do you, you got? Something good? Poison, friend, yeah. pal, buddy. How long have you known each other? We've known each other for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And he shakes or does the thieves can't. Finger guns. Finger guns. <laughs> we uh, need some information on the gray gloves. <laughs> Hoity bastards. Okay. What? What's uh? What do you need? And then after he said it, the what do you need? He looked around like, oh crap! I'm being too loud. <laughs> I'm a loud mouth. Edgar will start to sentry around and kind of make sure that everything's chill here. So. Bullseye will stay with Telrav and Three Strings, but we'll still like kind of be looking out. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, he's like, yeah. I, sorry, I, I get excited. Uh, what, what, uh, what kind of info are you looking for? So we're looking uh to get up to a little mischief tonight. Uh, looking for their. Do you have any info on their main base? Ooh. Base of operation? Any place that they uh, operate out of? And. Uh, he has a couple. One of them's an art house. Uh, one of them's a restaurant. Uh, and um, oh, uh, what is the other one? Uh, oh, uh, where is it here? It's not Aurora's. The whole realms. Yeah, Aurora's whole realms is in the Southern Ward. Best um, shop. Yes. Okay. Uh, and Rainy's Laundry. Oh, uh, it's uh, Pelivore's uh, Pelivore's Counter. Are are places that they? Um... Oh, there it is. Bellister's Hand. That's their main hangout. Ah, great glove. Bellister's Hand. Do you think it's that easy? I would assume <laughs> it would be the hand if it was imported I goods. I never put that together. That's funny. Do they have a drop point? Or have they been using a drop point? Hmm. I mean, Bellister has a warehouse. And where would that be? Oh, uh, and he tells you down Small Street plus the back alley to here and there. You know, gives you directions. Oh, it's on. I agree. 
Okay. Flick him two gold across the table. And he snatches them and they're under the table in a heartbeat. And then and after he takes the gold, then he like does the thing and he looks around like, oh crap. And then he sees Edgar and Bullseye both doing sentry duty. And he goes, oh, okay. I feel better. I like dealing with you guys. Anytime. Anytime. Yes. Well, you didn't deal with us tonight. No, no, never. I never saw you. Never saw you. <clears throat> Have a good one. Yeah. Let's go burn down a warehouse. I mean, what? Arson is Bye. entirely frowned upon. Don't do it. A lot of things we do are frowned upon. Yes. Honestly. Let's go initiate some flammable deconstruction. <laughs> Edgar, if you would give me one of those D6 rolls. LB. D6. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought. For some we... reason, I thought you so... said. Since you said uh, Edgar can't talk one. much. Oh, oh that's fine. Okay. All right. I'm spending my time looking up voice lines. Woohoo. Situations. <laughs> All right. Um... Oh, crap. Really? Again? All right. Um... I'm going to switch sheets here real quick. You. Uh... What's the, uh, anybody have a high passive perception? 14. 15. All right. Uh, Nine. Anybody? 19. 19. 15, sorry, sorry. I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> I clicked it way too fast. Yar, eagle eye, Kenku. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so one of you had a 15? 15. Yeah. All right. Uh, so... Whoever had the fifteen, you get the 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 f downy feathers at the back of your neck, or the your uh your your tusks. Wait, are you half half orc? Half orc, yeah. Yeah, your your tusks feel funny. The tusks tingle. Yeah, and uh, you have a feeling you're walking straight into an ambush. The boys keep walking. Wait. Ah. In Russia, game plays you. What? What, what does that even Russia? mean? <laughs> What's in Australia? I don't understand. She keeps talking is... about these places. People are waiting for us. They should be. I mean, they're going. They're getting ready to ambush us. Three strings. Well, we could always ambush them back. How? Amusing. And basically, the alley you were about to turn down, the two of you were like, nope, bad feeling about this. If it's really that big of an issue. And I'll pull my lute out, or uh, my mandolin, and just, uh, and I'll say, do you think it's people coming from in front of us? Don't point to the alleyway. I'll strum my I'll strum my mandolin and I'll use a charge from it to turn invisible. Okay. Uh, and then I'll climb up onto the roofs and peer down into the alleyway from above to see if I can see anybody. Like, yeah. So as as you climb the roof, um, hmm. give me go ahead and give me a stealth for noise purposes. 
Okie dokie. So, boop, boop, boop. Uh, so with a stealth, <clears throat> it, sorry, I got a little bit of a tickle in my throat. With a stealth, that would be a 22. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you get to the, the up on the roof and the rooftops on both sides of the alley actually have bullet gang members with barrels waiting to like roll them off the the roof onto you guys hmm. well would be an absolute shame if something happened to them wouldn't it i am going to hmm. i'm going to whisper down to uh to edgar and say, come up. Come on up here. Uh, Edgar's gonna turn to the rest and uh, say, try and keep up. And she'll uh, get up there. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, when you, you get up and like basically like behind a chimney or wherever uh, Three Strings is at, you you too can now see the, the, the silhouetted forms of probably... There's probably three guys up here. No, uh, yeah, three, three or four guys up on this roof, and three or four guys on the other roof, and they've they've set up this ambush with barrels that they're gonna let roll off the roof onto you guys. And Everything's seem- getting all explodey. <laughs> they they seem to be talking amongst themselves in hushed voices. All right. I pull out my crossbow. I don't miss. I am going to pull out a dagger. Uh, And actually, I won't do the dagger yet. I'll still have the mandolin on. Uh, And I'll say, on your mark. Um, Are they, like, if they let go of the barrels, are they going to fall? Or are they ready to push them and they're standing up? Uh, The... The, no, the barrels are are ready to roll. They're basically like you know holding, holding the rims, back. holding the rims of the barrel, and they've got like their feet tucked under the front of the barrel, and then they're okay. they're holding it. How many of them are there? There's uh, three and one extra guy on this side, and looks about the same combination on the other side. So four on each side. Yeah. Um. Can I see what the barrels are? Like, do they look like gunpowder or something like that, or what? Um. Yeah, give, give me a perception. What the heck? Uh, it's a nineteen. A nineteen. Um. Yeah. I, you think they're probably like whale oil or something? Does whale oil explode? No, but it burns. Sticks and burns. Solid. Uh, you see, uh, uh, Edgar looks at herself, and then she looks over at three strings, and she says, or she just kind of puts up a finger, and then grabs your cloak at the bottom, and rips it. <laughs> I am invisible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she just like <laughs> touches you. I'll I'll hand you some of the scarf that Jamie oh, had yeah, given perfect. me. She'll wrap it around one of her arrows. Um, 
Got a light? Not that kind of bard. <laughs> I've got a light. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll, uh, like, lean backwards down so that Talrev can... Live. I'll, like, 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 push Talrev up. <laughs> Cause it's like as, you're push, as you're pushing Talrev up, um, you get, like, like here, and he just starts slowly levitating upwards. <laughs> Could have told me that earlier. I like to be lifted. <laughs> I'm sure you. I like to feel tall. <laughs> Why is the dog on the counter? <laughs> it likes to feel tall. tall. <laughs> All right, so poof. Uh, you have pyrotechnics or something, or uh, prestidigitation. <sighs> burning hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> you cast off burning hands. I'll uh, I'll get two arrows ready. That okay. way I'll uh, and then I'll I'll get up there and fire one. Oh, all right. And then fire the other one. So as Telrev is like lining up, he just goes, "So uh, lovely night, huh?" <laughs> okay. Oh, do you you climb all the way up with them? He That's could levitate. Tel-Rev? I levitated oh. up. Oh, so you levitate up, and then she's holding out arrows like marshmallows on, on sticks, and you go blam. And okay, gotcha. Sure. Uh, yes, then I'd like to fire it at the barrel. Nice. Go for it. I was just gonna shoot my. Okay. Let me have this, okay? At <laughs> present station, then I'm not gonna. Uh, that's a seventeen to hit the barrel. Oh yeah. Tung. Uh, I'll do another one if I can, and that's a okay. dirty 20. Uh, how much damage? You're muted. Uh, she's she's yelling at cats. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah they're, they're deciding that playing is the best thing to do right now. Right after surgery, so, yeah. Um, okay, 12 plus 5 plus 6. All right, plenty. It it fires in and a gout of, of, of flame starts pouring out and the 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 um the whale oil is pouring onto the roof on fire. Um and anyone wants a barbecue? <laughs> this was a poor choice, and then you see Telerav like just slowly levitate back downwards. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh and when that barrel starts the the person lets go of it and it boom, off the thing slow-mo falls into the alley boom, and fire <laughs> covering that part of the alleyway uh second shot oh that was a dirty 20 oh another hit and and is it on the next barrel on this side or across the way i would go across the way i think okay so that is just uh uh, eight damage. Uh, enough. Poof. Okay. Same thing. It goes through and in, and fire starts pouring out and on the barrel, and the individual... Oops. Yeah, they let go. Same thing. Second barrel tumbles through the air. Oof. If fire. at first you don't succeed, blow it up again. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, it, it, the barrels hit, and the other the other people are like what uh, okay and they let go of their barrels <laughs> and 
now now the alleyway is really on fire and the guys the fourth person is like what because now there's just firelight coming from inside the alleyway and they're holding a torch and and some like tinder sticks or whatever <laughs> like we were supposed to are they down there and uh I guess they would have seen. Did you use your bonus action to then disappear again, Edgar? I, I am going to do that if that is. All acceptable. right. Yeah, give me give me a roll. <laughs> Not great. It's an eleven. I rolled a two. Um, that is actually an eighteen that you rolled. Fallen. Oh. Nice. Then that is a uh twenty-seven. All right. Then then even with bonuses, they there's no way. Uh, so they look around. And there's an invisible tabaxi and uh, even more invisible uh, Kenku. Can Bullseye climb up the other wall? Uh, You can, but but at this point, with the firelight, you can actually see them on the roofs. Oh. Okay, then she's just going to take out... I I would assume I would have reloaded when it was off fighting. Um... She's going to take out her pistol again and just scream at them, let's party, boys, and then just start shooting at them. All right, take the shot. Uh, so just for reference, Telrav is, like, disappearing into another alley because there is fire and now gunshots. All of this is super illegal. Yeah. <laughs> she likes the party. Uh, a 16 and 18 plus 9, both of them. Uh, it's... Um... So that's two of them down. So are you shooting barrel guys or torch guys? Because it'll make a difference. Um, torch guys? Okay, then roll me some damage. Okay. Um, what's my damage dice? Damage dice, where are you? I don't know where it is. Uh, let's, I'll use this one. Uh, seven plus four. Uh, 7 plus 4 is 12. No, it's 11. Hmm. And then plus uh, 3 plus 4 is 7. Okay. Alright, 11 and 7. 7, uh, 11. Yep, yep. Alright, yeah, they're both both still wounded, but good. Alright. <laughs> Get them, boys! Should we roll initiative? Yep. Hmm. Seven. Not high. Twenty-one. Thirteen. Nineteen. Three strings? Thirteen. What was it? Okay. Uh, Telrav, you're first. Uh, Telrav is just gonna lean against the side of a house and just like start picking underneath a nail with his thumb, keeping an eye out for like guards as the troop takes care of this. Okay. If he does spot guards though, he's gonna drop a um, fog cloud on both himself and Bullseye so that they can just amscray. Okay. 
right. Um, Edgar. Uh, Edgar is going to uh, peek out and shoot one of the guys off the roof. Probably the one with the torch. Okay, um, they have both been shot at oh, this okay, point. Sorry. So they no 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 they're still alive though. The oh. they the two torch bearers were not uh, minions. So, okay. they, so they, they they took a bullet and are still fighting or oh, still. Wait, do I need to roll damage? Yes. Okay. All right. Let me get my dice ready. All right, so uh, I am hidden, so that's an advantage. Um, so that's a plus six, right? Plus six. Yeah, that's a dirty twenty on the on that. Okay. Um, and that is going to be with my sneak attack. Uh, tw- uh, 16 damage. All right. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Down he goes and his unlit torch. Yeah. As, he, as he tumbles off into the flaming alleyway, his torch rolls down the roof, bumps into the gutter, and falls in after him. Um, <sighs> so as, uh, as she does that, her cloak uh, is starts giving, as she's in combat, I forgot to mention this before, her cloak starts giving off... Uh, a, a black sort of shadow mist uh, and she's going to uh, move closer to the others. Basically she's going to start, she's trying to get closer and like hide and then she's going to start slitting throats and stuff. So uh, she is going to hide. Sweet. <laughs> that's cocked. Ooh, that's a natural one. <laughs> I trip. <laughs> uh, yeah, you failed no matter what. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's plus nine. But, right, right. And they. But no, it's a one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the shadows, uh, obviously, something happens. Me. Yeah, yeah, they they do not cloak your movements as they should. Um, yeah. Uh, then, oh, then it's them. Uh, and there's one. None of them are down. One of them is down. Okay. Uh, they interact and draw their crossbows. And who can they see? Invisible. Yep, and hidden. Gunfighter, yep. (laughs) Bullseye. They can see me. Oh, yeah, because you just fumbled. Okay. All right, so three and three. Uh, 16 hits you, Bullseye. Yeah, that's my AC. All right, and one more. And that's only a 15, so only one of them. Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, seven points of damage and a constitution saving throw, please. Constitution if you'd like to saving throw. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, 18. Oh, okay. You can tell there there's something on these bolts. Um, but what it is, you do not know. She just looks up and is like, cute. <laughs> Aw, so cute. Um, 13 hits you, Edgar? Does not. Okay, but I assume a 21 does. Of course barely. not. Why? Yeah. Barely. Right. Yeah, barely. I hey, I need, level to, five. I, need to make, I need to make that tradition continue here, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Genuine questions. 
<laughs> Late, later on, I'm going to call gnomes halflings. <laughs> halflings <laughs> gnomes. That one hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, no, it hasn't. But I landed it, uh, right in the cup. Good ricochet. Nice. Go ahead. Uh, and uh, 15 does not hit or hits? 15 hits. Alright. <laughs> For four points of damage and constitution saving throw. Okay. I don't have anything special with constitution. Uh, 17. Uh, you make it. You shrug off said poison. Okay. Um, Didn't I get hit twice? Yes, you did. <laughs> 21 and 15. Yep. Uh, six, nine points of bolt damage. And All right, I'll, uncanny, I'll uncanny dodge that. Nice. Do I need to make another constitution save? Yeah. Ten. Mm. <laughs> Only two points of poison damage, but you do have the poisoned condition. Ooh, okay. Which I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. This is malarkey. <laughs> this is all I need. <laughs> That's just I can't do shit now. Welcome to Monday. <laughs> Sorry, no. go ahead. I mean, Edward. Gwen spent three episodes not able to attack at a normal thing. Okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm not. I see you mouthing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. No, I was actually mouthing something because I was looking something up. <laughs> Indoor was mouthing. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was the bad guys. And now, three string. Okay. Um. Well. Looks like this is happening. So I am going to slink up to uh to one like I could I could get up to the uh like is there like a minion next to a torchbearer? Yeah. Okay. So to the torchbearer, I am going to break out of my invisibility rapier in hand just jutting mm -hmm. out towards him. Uh, okay. Advantage? Yes. Yeah! They were both sevens, so that's a total of 13 to hit. Nope. Well... Not, not on the torchbearer. Well, he's a dick face, so I'm going to use <laughs> my... Uh, I'm going to use a dagger and then try and stab out at him as a, as a bonus right. action. Yeah. How does a 19 do Hits. for you? All right, sweet. So I'm going to use a Bardic Inspiration uh, to use my totally uh, College of Lore ability called Psychic Blades. Uh, oh. And I can deal 3d6 psychic damage to this fool when I stab him. Oh, wow. All right. Yep, totally College of Lore here. Um... So that is going to be for 16 points of damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, death, mayhem. How do you kill this guy? Uh, so I'll, I'll stab out with my rapier and my ears are flat against the back of my head. My scarf's kind of billowing in the wind. 
Uh, and it he's so off got like off put by it that I miss with the rapier, but it gives me time uh, to just let the venom of my words uh, exit, uh, like leave my mouth, and I'll just say. Waterdeep is a nice city. Didn't you know that the punishment for arson is death? And I'll stab him. Uh, and then after the stab, I'll bring my, uh, I'll bring the dagger down, but with such force that his body kind of tumbles into the fire below. I'm going to turn around to the minion and just wild, wild cat look in my eye. Like my eyes are full hunter mode. Just the look flame. at him. Tail starts swishing and he can just hear purring. I, go, go ahead and uh, give me an intimidation. If the flame is glistening off his eyes, does that count as advantage? No, no, only because, only because he's a cat person, and so the person, the the, the human is like, oh yeah, they flee, they 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 run from the rooftop. They. If like, I was nearish them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Attack of opportunity. All right. So that is a twenty-two to hit with my rapier. Yeah, you hit. Minion death mayhem. He turns to flee from your 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 purring continents and <laughs> you scrape him through the spine and he oh, lumps yeah. like a doll and uh, falls off the opposite side. Yes. No okay. one's committing uh, crimes tonight. Night. No one. No one at no all. One. Uh, 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 tell Rev? No. Bullseye. Bullseye. Um, how many are left? There are still three on the far roof. Okay, well, I'm going to take a shot at two of them. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming a 20 and yes. a 21 hit. Yes. Uh, do you need me to roll damage? Uh, no. Minions. Plop, plop. Oh. Plop, plop. Slide. Um. Okay. And yeah, I have no comeback line that I can think about right now, so I'm just gonna let it happen. <laughs> gotta say that superhero shit. Right. Uh, back to you, Telrev. Uh, there's only one minion left. Yep. He just pulls out, like, from his belt, he pulls out a sling, loads <laughs> like a steel ball bearing, and he goes, fuck's sake, we don't have time for this, and just chucks it. Okay. 18, so total 22. Yeah. <laughs> he goes over backwards the other side. <laughs> so, let's get out of here before the guards come, he says as he's tying his belt. And We've got a stone to steal. And you have heard people shouting the you know, fire, fire, fire. So, um, yeah, cut, wipe, swipe scene outside of the warehouse. Um, they, it looks like the door is open, like ajar a little bit. Bling! Going yeah, invisible again. Yeah. Uh, 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 Edgar will hold up a, a wing and uh, like tuck the the um, the hood up a little bit and just I'm going in. Have fun storming the castle. Oh, uh, you did in a precursory search. The the uh, 
the bullet guys did have antitoxins. Nice. Sweet. So, awesome. I am no longer. You are no longer poisoned. And if it was more than a one shot, I would say yes. Each one of them who did not fall in the fire had an antitoxin. So somebody write those down. But uh, you know, one shotty goodness. Cool. I'm gonna go in, sneak ahead, and see what I can see. All right. Uh, I should say that I do have the crossbow of light warning, so uh, I can't be okay. surprised. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. It warns uh, me of danger. Yes. Uh, give me a stealth check. And that oh. will that that will determine whether your crossbow thinks you're in danger or not. I was 25. going. Yeah, I was going to be accompanying, just again, oh. mandolin invisible, follow along. Okay. All right. Uh, you still need to give me a stealth check for noise and whatnot. Twenty-four. All right. Okay. Um, the the two of you slip in through the doorway, and. The, the scene before you is, is uh, you know, you, you kind of have to, like, think for a minute about what you're actually seeing. And uh, the Guild of the uh, Grey Glove uh, members have been disemboweled and laid in a circle. And their, their, their innards have been pulled and, and woven together to form a circle. The, what you assume is the sky stone, it's this bizarre green stone with like black highlights and it, it seems to glow. Um, and you see mm, probably a dozen rat men standing around, one of which actually has horns coming out of his head like 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 ram's horns and and he's got a, a cloak up like around the horns as best he can um and he seems to be saying something in some squeaky language uh you see the candles from the uh stop from the uh uh from alesha's the stuffed into the uh mouths of the the humans that are that are forming the circle and uh yeah that's the scene before you uh uh edgar is going to reach a hand out she has no idea where three strings is <laughs> okay i'll find the hand okay uh and she'll like pull up and say ready to give up <laughs> never Can I daft? Can I peek into? <laughs> sure, give me stealth check. Oh, it fell. Let me try another one. Uh, that's a natural twenty plus seven. You walk into the middle of it, and no, um, you you're peeking and uh. You probably know about where your friends are, but with what they rolled, I, I really think you would have a hard time perceptioning them. Um, but yeah, now you see the the grim dark uh, vision before you. Can I possibly take out the messenger, mm -hmm. line it up on the little slit of the door, 
an amen of the rat person who's chanting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With that kind of a stealth roll, you can definitely get uh get a bead bead on him. Okay, and I am going to shoot because this doesn't look like it's. <laughs> yeah, and with with her twenty seven to stealth, and, and uh, the two of you that are in the building don't see her doing this, but tell Rav. You 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 see her pull out the messenger and, and start to poke her head through the door. I cross my arms. I peek in to see what's going on. All right. Go ahead, give me a stealth. Fourteen plus seven, so t- <laughs> Okay. All right. Twenty seven. And the, the image of the, the Kenku reaching out and grabbing, you know, trying to grab the cat person and pulling the cat person in. And then <laughs> this half-orc bringing up this cannon and then this halfling looking around the half-orc, you know, it's just, uh, 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 bam, a, a scene to be beheld. Please uh, fire the shot that's going to be heard around the world. Uh, after the shot goes off, you uh, you hear the Kenku say, I'd like to say it was nice working with you, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> as Bullseye's lining up the shot, Telrav is just like walking next to her, walks a little bit past her. Sleep. <laughs> At third level. Right. Okay. I have this. Go for it. Um... I rolled a 51, so okay. start with the lowest hit dice and work up from there. But they're yeah. all ones, because minions. Because <laughs> minions. Except the big guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the dozen of them uh, go down, and the, uh, the horned figure does not. Um, hey, fucko. I'm gonna shoot my shot. Okay. All right, hey fucko, and uh, and he looks up, and his eyes are the same glowing color as the stone when he looks at you, and shoot. That is a nineteen. Ten okay. plus nine. Uh, um, hmm. Don't tell me that doesn't it. Well, it's a it's a nineteen. 15 armor class uh, reactions. Boom! The hand cannon goes off and he waves a paw and it bounces off his his shield. Oh, reaction's the reaction. Okay. Counter spell. Alright, go for it. Oh, it's under third level, so it just waves away. Uh, Doing a hand wave and just getting pegged in the chest. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He goes, ha-ha, reaction. Uh, And you go, reaction. (laughs) He gets double fingers, and the shield vanishes. The 19 hits, roll some damage. Ooh, that's good. Okay, so it's one of them is 15, and the other one is... 14. 14 and 15. So, so 29 29 points of damage. 
29. <laughs> just shell rocks him, but he's still standing. Um, uh, initiative? No, we we already have. We'll just run. Uh, I can shoot another shot because I have two actions, but unless it's grabbing my other gun, this is two-handed, so I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to. There's no crazy stowing and pulling because you're a gunslinger or anything like the one I KB mm-hmm. is, right? Yeah. Another, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, Edgar, you're up. Um, Edgar just says, "Ooh, shiny," <laughs> and uh, is gonna. How far away is the rock? Uh. 15, 20 feet. Don't touch it? Would Edgar know not to touch it? Well, she gave us, uh, they gave us specific gloves. To, oh, like, right. Yeah. And we brought the box with us. Yeah, okay. I did have the box. You could like pug it, like kind of like kick it into the box. Uh, Edgar is going to, uh... Edgar's going to run out. Uh, take aim with her crossbow and uh, fire it at the stone to like move it and then she's gonna as she's doing that she's gonna slide into one of the um, the candles okay hopefully break the spell oh um, okay so like a taloned foot kick, kicking the... yeah okay so it's like a full slide in you know risky business and mm. my attack all right. Um, I'm a so do you do you want to do you want the stone to shatter, or do you want the stone to go flying? Or you tell me what effect you got a twenty. So let me think about it while I roll all these dice because <laughs> I want to roll it. All right. All right. Um, eighteen plus. Um, 28, uh, 34, 37, 37 damage. Uh, Rogues, man. Yeah, bro. Right, bro. Um, <laughs> well, um yeah. uh, okay. Could I, is there anything around it or is it just on a pedestal? It's, it's laying in the middle of the room on with the like guts strewn across the floor and then from body to body to it to form this this bizarre bio pentagram summoning circle could i ricochet it over to my friends sure that's my cool thing yeah yeah so so basically the air the 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 bolt skips under it shooting it into the air uh three strings would you like to try to catch it with Kitten mittens or box. I have the radioactive okay. gloves or <laughs> the lead proof gloves. Uh, I got the box. So I am definitely. Is would this be a reaction? Uh, sure, sure, right. sure. So yeah, I'll use my reaction to try and catch it. Yeah. Uh, as he's doing that, uh, Edgar's going to look at the rat duder and just say, <laughs> "That's how you get tinnitus," and then fail. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Yeah, we said you kicked over the candle. So one of the you kicked out of the mouth of one of the the dead gray glove guys. Yeah. You kicked the candle out. And Bill. okay. All right. Uh, what'd you get? Three strings. Oh, uh, what am I rolling? Deck save. Uh, attack roll. Oh, an attack roll to catch. Just this? basically to catch it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nineteen. Perfect. Snatch. Perfect. Yeah. You've got it, and as you uh, as, as you you know catch it and you pull it close to you, you can feel like you can feel something on your fur, like your fur stands on end and stuff. So you put it back out at full reach. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to use my feline agility to move at double speed and just zip right over to Bullseye and say box 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 so bullseye you interact grab the box um i guess that would leave us with Telrav to do something so we will take yeah take like a second to uh take a drink yes guys look at this cool mug i got at the indoor adventure yeah that's our lumen 20s game we got lilith we got beltane the harker sisters is a good time they're all so cute oh they're so cute i love them and all of the art was done by our very own satan yay Yay. that's my satan (laughs) today satan today yes yes today finally someone said today as the uh uh (laughs) so i ordered everything of the gore blast stomp foot gym and then i'm like oh fuck it yeah, I'll get the mug too. <laughs> That's right, you'll get the mug. <laughs> yeah. It's, I was surprised with how big it was, honestly, that it was like a large mug. Yeah. That's what yeah. she said. God fucking <laughs> damn it. You saw that exactly what she said. That's what the ladies always say so, about me and my big mug. Rev. Let's go, my guys. Thing? Okay. Okay. So, so, so t- bam. He, they, uh, Edgar slid in. Whomp, perfect shot. Nat 20. Sprung the 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 stone flying through the air, uh, three three strings, interacted with the the kitten mittens, snatched the stone, pulled it in, and realized that he didn't want it near his face because it started to make his fur feel weird, and he ran, used his feline agility, ran over, box 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 box, bullseye, interacted with the with the magic box, boom, and they've got it, bad guy still there. Eyes stop glowing green. Now they're beady black. Uh, rat eyes. Your turn. What do you do? Um, Telrav walks over, um, smiles slightly, and lifts his eye patch. And the other eye is basically like this pearlescent white. I'm gonna restore a spell slot real quick. Um, yeah. But nice. also, as he's doing that, he's gonna cast Hold Person. Oh, sweet. Okay. Is it a person or is it like a monster? A humanoid is what the requirement is for a whole person, so. Oh, they did say like rat people. It's a were-rat. Were-rat. Okay. Um, Got a 14. Uh, No, that's a one. Ah, good good job, uh, Diviner. Um, Okay. Yep. is stuck there. Beady little rat eyes, claws. He's paralyzed until he can make the save. Yep. 
so um so well that was fun i think turret <laughs> all right edgar you ran away i know i'm i'm in the shadows and i'm run yeah, yeah. the hills uh th that was edgar asking can i kill it or should i should we go probably kill it Kalarev draws his thumb across his throat. I kind of picture like everybody just pulling out whatever the fuck they had and just circling around <laughs> this thing and just one-shotting it all at the same time. <laughs> like pistols, arrows, JD gave magic. Me, JD gave me four silver daggers, so <laughs> yeah, everybody take one. Uh, this is kind of ritualistic, don't you think? <laughs> what? I no. mean, look at where we evil. are. <laughs> You're evil. They, they, okay. I could be uh, evil, but I could also have morals. Okay. What? Right. So you, you don't what? have to participate. Edgar? I just think this is a nice... It's a team building exercise. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dagger to the face. Yeah. Right. Uh, do I have advantage because it's being... Oh, so, yeah. um, also, this is treated as a critical hit. Oh. Colin, I got two fourteens, so I assume at twenty. Dagger to the face. You'll be so you're rolling double your dice, um, LB, for damage. Yeah. Again. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, so how are you guys doing? Step, step, step. <laughs> No, I think this is a really good team building exercise. It's gonna be one for the books, you know. Thirty-four. <laughs> oh, <laughs> knife comes out the backside of its head. Um, but surprisingly, you ex totally expected the silver to burn it, like to sizzle on it and stuff, and it doesn't. It's just, it's like 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 shooting a bunny, you know. It's 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 flesh and blood. This is uh, not a were creature. Can. I reload my messenger and shoot point blank. Yeah, no, it's it's dead. You guys, oh. you, you guys <laughs> okay. have to brute it to pieces. <laughs> if we're but, out of combat, Edgar's gonna back out for a while. What she's gonna do is she's gonna go grab a barrel from the roof that wasn't dropped and yeah. put it in the center of this room and like light it as we walk away all right okay and as so as because i know we're over time always with my adventures i'm sorry uh as the as the warehouse is burning uh and, and the silhouettes of our our evil players are are walking away um let's uh uh we'll sort of uh voice over uh and Waterdeep was saved by the most unlikely of heroes from an invasion, a invasion of Ratmen and their dark god. And with that, we show the heroes again their 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 evil countenance <laughs> and their their feathered feathered gang signs. Um, <laughs> as uh as the warehouse burns behind them and the 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 metal uh music starts up in in the background some guitar solo <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's actually just three strings on the mandolin <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> little bits of magic little pyrotechnics from yeah. uh, uh, uh from telrav and uh that's where we will 
close out. Excellent. Uh, Thank you, Greybeard. Thank you, Jimmy. That was excellent. I love your adventure. Thank you so much. No, that was I, awesome. I know there was a, a lot of clue finding and not a lot of combat, but uh, That's you know, fine. sometimes you need those. I am barred. I am just in it for the story. Combat is, I mean, I like stabbing, don't get me wrong, but the story is the important part. Uh, I just want to shoot. I, I got to shoot stuff. That's all I wanted. I'm good. Yeah! I was really glad that we did the minion rule. I really will. I, I'm going to try one day. I'm going to try the all hits or critical hits uh, damage thing and see if it speeds D&D 5e up at all. So. <laughs> It probably I mean, will. I got two critical hits and I did like 40 damage each. So like, I'm sure it will. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure double the critical. All right. No, so. no, no. Criticals are, are, are gone in that. Okay, good. So, no, man. Like double that then. double. If I got critical with messenger, I would be rolling 5d12 for damage but anyway thanks guys that's that was amazing i know we got to get going particularly if we're going to do a very very short yes uh uh uh, nights in the courtyard yeah so So, gb where can we find you what do you do i'm graybeard of graybeard's tavern look me up on twitter at graybeard's tavern uh that's my my schedule's there and uh again we're gonna try to save a little time but come by i love my props when i'm on shows or when i'm running shows so see you then. Excellent. RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody. I'm RJ here on the channel. You can catch me at rjustice 2 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life. You can also catch me on the Monday Night Game as Caitlin the Shadow Kai Cleric during our homebrew campaign, and also here on Tuesdays as Bartholomew the Human Ranger on our Christmas Strahd run by the lovely Danae Keener. You can also catch me over for Free Starters channel on Sundays at 8 o'clock EST as I play G3, the um, robo with a plan to hopefully destroy some bombs. Not a barista. A bombrista, maybe. Mm-hmm. Soon. All right, Soon. Satan, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, I am Satan. You can find me at Alice of Damp on Twitter and also on Mondays at Pro Restarter at 8 o'clock uh, Eastern Time. I play a very mysterious UNT rogue, and she's really, really fun to play. Her name is Fang. Wednesdays, you can find me at Damp Berry's channel playing uh, with Grapeer and LB here. We're doing uh, Ghost of Slartmarsh, where I play an adorable tiefling warlock named Cataclysmia. And then soon, we'll be back at Plot Hunters, my main show. Uh, it's going to be the same night as the charity event, but maybe you can watch both. Um, July 27th, we'll be back. We're taking a break uh, with Tomb of Annihilation, and I'll be playing my half drove barbarian fighter, Alina. And yeah, that's my main channel. If you want to come support an all POC LGBTQ plus space, come watch us, follow us, subscribe, and yeah, do stuff. Also, buy this mug because I made art for it. <laughs> all right, LB, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm LB Hack em Up. I have a Twitter. Go there. <laughs> yes. And I am the Indoor Adventurer. You probably already knew that if you made it this far, but if you did not, hey, fella, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal. I'm a showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we have a homebrew campaign. We got Curse of Strahd, and then we also have our Ghost of Saltmarsh slash Acquisitions Incorporated game on Thursdays, which has been super fun. 
Uh, we also have a community day on Saturday starting at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you have dropped by the show and you are interested in possibly playing a game with any of these fine people, I would recommend joining our Discord or something. So that way so you can so that way you can be there uh, when we post links asking people to play games. I know that this Saturday our dear friend Lazy Bones has been itching to play and run games on the channel again. So uh, look forward to that. Other than that, you can catch all of our shows uh, as either VODs or AudioCasts at YouTube.com slash Indoor Adventures, or if you go to anywhere where AudioCasts are available, also check out Indoor Adventures. Uh, we also have a Patreon set up for our Patreon support podcast called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community at large. So if you or somebody that you know has a question for us about our characters or our preferred playstyles, or you're just wondering what Pokemons would you be if you could, Nights in the Courtyard is the perfect opportunity for that. So go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures and support us there. Next week, we are going to be going back to our regular Curse of Strahd game, so you can look forward to seeing more Silmi, Kefris, and Speedy doing their same old danged thing. Uh, but until then, guys, thank you all so much for coming by and playing this awesome game. GB, thank you for running the game, and we will see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!